Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We've got some cool people sitting on our couch. They are in each other's bubble. It's fine. They came here in the same car. They are are allowed to be close together. Best fucking friends forever. Best fucking friends forever. Best friends for fucking ever. Best fucking friends forever. Best fucking friends forever. Yeah. Which one does Seth Rogen say? Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen. What movie was that from? It was Pineapple Express, wasn't it? Pineapple Express. And did Seth Rogen say it or did James Franco say it? I don't know, man. Oh, Saul said it. Maybe it was, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Danny McBride. Maybe it was no, him. It was not. Danny McBride to me is a funny fucking dude. <laughs> yeah. Just because he looks so fucking goofy. Oh, yes, yeah. he does. Uh, uh, anyway. Oh, don't say that because you've told Curtis he looks like Danny McBride. I love you, Curtis. I love you, Curtis. <laughs> it's like John C. Riley too. Kind of the same boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Makes you laugh just looking at him. Oh. Well, we should introduce our guest. Hey, everyone. It's Amanda. And it's Friday night. So we've got uh, pineapple wine courtesy of our guests. We had some fresh made empanadas for dinner before we started. We had some tea. And we had tea because we have two people on our couch, none other than Heather and Nicole from the MTP. Ooh, yay! yay. <laughs> so <laughs> this is their second time recording with us. Mm-hmm. And when we do this, we do it as a double shot. So if you are listeners of both Two Massage Therapists and a Microphone and the Massage Therapy Podcast, you might have a little bit of a deja vu because this yep. episode <laughs> does belong to both of us. A what? A what? A what? A what? A what? <laughs> That's awesome. So for anybody that might not know you guys, which I'm pretty sure most of our listeners are yours too. So yeah. they probably do know you already. It's actually probably a lot of our listeners are yours, not the other way around. <laughs> it's all one. We're all family here. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves? I'm Nicole Andrews and I'm a registered massage therapist and a contemporary medical acupuncturist. And uh, yeah, Massage Therapy Podcast is our jam. I'm Heather. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Heather. I'm a massage therapist with a background in kinesiology. And yeah, we share clinic together we decided to start a podcast what over a year ago now yeah just over yeah Yeah, it's good we just started season two nice so yeah nice you guys (laughs) yeah they just had a birthday are the ideas still flowing or is it just like are you you kidding me they are actually i didn't even tell heather this i was up last night at three in the morning with my six month old and he finally fell asleep and i was on my phone typing up some ideas for the podcast (laughs) they just were here in my head and i was like sitting there in the dark like i should be sleeping because my baby's sleeping but like not this is the positives of well i mean you're ending your mat leave in what a few days so your mat leaf is ending but one of the positives of having to get up all the time with a baby is you got a lot of thinking time oh so much thinking (laughs) i would have like baby on the boob and phone in my hand and i'd be you know getting work done while i'm I'm breastfeeding a baby it's It's true true. yeah (laughs) feeding a baby i'm planning my new house like and just doing podcast stuff oh yeah tons of like more (laughs) ideas than time we have yeah actually (laughs) absolutely that's a good good do you miss the babies do you miss the babies do you miss like the the fucking baby baby? Don't ask me that because you know that I do, but at the same time, I don't want them again. It's yeah. a fucked up feeling. I don't know it about is. you, Nicole. Oh, I don't know no. if you're done. So we're done. Like I'm, I'm done. I know that. Like, I'm are done. you done because you're done? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so snip, we snip. made sure my husband made sure because he was done. Yeah, we might get into it, but like it was a little dramatic entrance for my second to come into the world. And my husband was like, "We are never doing this again." Mm. So uh, I think we're it was done. More dramatic for him. I think it was because yeah. I was just in like the zone. Anyway, so he's like, "We are done having babies." But um, every time I look at my son, I'm just like, "Am I really done?" He'll like look at me today. 
first time he had food, like we gave him mashed up banana. I'm like, this is the last time I'm giving a human food for the first time. And he's like, stop it. I'm like, I can't. I know. Uh, it's it's so hard thinking I'm never going to have a baby again. But then I also like, I know that's the best decision. I know that's what I want to do. But I like I said to Mark the other night, we were watching some TV show and there was a mom and her son. And I looked at him and I'm like, I will never know what it's like to have a son. Because I have two daughters, right? Neither, what do we trade? And will I will lie. never have a daughter because I got two sons. Right. So we'll just trade off. So. Well, and then he turns, he's like, well, neither will I. I'm like, this isn't about you right now. <laughs> body slamming my daughter is not probably as fun as body slamming my son would have been. Absolutely. Although she seems to like it. Though. She loves it. <laughs> I'm like, come here, come here, come here. I just throw her down I was that daughter. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dad, can we go like work on the shadow back? Here, can I help you change the oil in the car? Like, that was yeah. me. I was that daughter too, <laughs> yeah. so... I, I understand why she likes it. Hmm. But it was actually me body slamming my brother. <laughs> <laughs> we were two years apart, but till we were like five, we weighed the same. That's awesome. Are it's you the older sibling? No, I'm the younger the one. Younger sibling? <laughs> I was the fat one. <laughs> Nine pound, ten ounce baby. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. I had big babies. Yeah. So, I mean, not quite nine pound, ten ounces, but yeah. mine were both almost nine pounds. Oh, big wow. babies. Yeah. Yeah. I had little babies. First one was five pounds, ten ounces second one was seven pounds five ounces but he was three weeks early so who knows uh, well, gestational been, yeah. diabetes got me he would have been huge so. oh man <laughs> yeah bet your vagina is happy for that <laughs> yes absolutely it is well we're at six months post. we're all right now I, I love that the only man in the room had to talk <laughs> about the, the vagina yeah that's all right well, who else is going to <laughs> You guys got them. You got <laughs> nothing need, to say about it. Yeah, we just it. Told, we know. Exactly. We just know. Exactly. So why don't we introduce what we're talking about tonight? <laughs> yeah. Um, since you know, that's a perfect segue, right? So yeah. why don't we just introduce what we're talking about and stop talking about vaginas? Um, tonight is yet another controversial. Controversial. I have yeah. trouble saying that word sometimes. Controversial. Yep, I shouldn't have trouble saying it, considering we are very controversial <laughs> people. Um, we're going to be talking once again about the peer assessment. We'll give you a, a little bit of a background. I'll actually let Heather and Nicole get into it a little more. But Mark and I recorded a podcast with somebody. Uh, if you haven't heard it, it was with Karen. And she talked a little bit about her peer assessment and the process. And, you know, some people were having some issues with their peer assessment, feeling like it went great. And then finding out that it didn't go so great. And Nicole, as some of you may know, has a background working with the CMTO. And, you know, they she got some some information about the actual process. And, you know, we just kind of wanted to talk about what really happens and, you know, shed some light on this. Because the peer assessment process isn't supposed to be scary. Mm -hmm. And I've had nothing but positive experiences. But people are going to get scared regardless. Of it's, course they it's are. It's being judged. It's being afraid yeah. to be judged. Yes. And even though we'll get into it, but like the peer assessor, they're not the one judging you. It's still that like mm. somebody of authority is going to be judging me. So that brings about anxiety and fear for some people, other people maybe yeah. not so much. <laughs> yeah. no, I know Mark doesn't care. <laughs> I'm also like, yo, if I'm doing it wrong, like then all right. Then like, tell me I'm doing do it wrong. right. Like, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so why don't you guys give a little bit of background about why we decided to record this episode and what we're really going to talk about? Yeah, sure. So we kind of sat down with a peer assessor and we actually did our own podcast we did. a lot of it because we were seeing a lot of chatter online mm -hmm. people being afraid and mis misconceptions misinformation whatever you want to say it wherever um we just thought well maybe we'll sit down with somebody and 
with Nicole having her background, this peer assessor having their background, I had nothing to offer because I haven't gone through the process. <laughs> it was more like, tell me everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought we would just maybe shed some light on it and maybe like ease people's anxieties because that's yes. kind of Nicole and my vibe anyways. Yeah. Like as treating, we like to focus on decreasing everybody's anxieties and things like that. So, um, and then we heard your podcast Mm. (laughs) with Karen. Which was just anxiety inducing. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, and it brought up a lot more concerns with us. So Mm -hmm. we thought, you know what, it just probably the timing of it or whatnot, it didn't seem like it, ours was going to... If we launched ours at the same time, it might have added to the chaos. Yes. <laughs> I think it definitely... That would yeah. be good. And it might have caused yeah. maybe more division between people. So we thought we'd scrap it. And then, of course, we chat on and off with you guys. And yes. yeah, then this started to come about. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, yeah, we just didn't want like... It was just like overall, we just... The, the person that we talked to, um, she... Just for her, we didn't want her to be put into some yeah. sort of like middle of a storm type of thing too. Mm, for so sure, we didn't we didn't want her to go through that because she was just she did she was doing us a favor because yeah. I wanted to ask her questions after hearing you guys and seeing all the stuff online. Um, so I just went to her and was like, "Hey, like not even on mic. It was just like casually, like, hey, like I have some questions for you." And she was like, "No, no, like this is not." the whole thing so we're like why don't you come on and she was like yeah let's do it and then we just felt for her especially with the changes of how they're doing it now Mm -hmm. because of covid and everything um i'm sure the three of you can talk to it so out of the three of you here because i again i have not gone through the process i've only been practicing i think i'm at three years now I think I just passed the three-year mark. <laughs> um, wait, wait. You came on our podcast when you were just starting. This is starting. my third time on. Yeah. Well, yes, this is your third time. Yeah. But you came on and you had you just started or were you just waiting? I was about to go back. You were just yeah. about to go back. So yeah, three years. Because stories. you were... Because I was a year and five months yeah. okay. before right. and then step out for two to three years. And then I've been back and June will be two years with Nicole. So. Yeah. In June, I'll be three and a half years of awesome. experience. <laughs> well, before we get into it, because I really want to hear from Nicole. By the way, you were in my head the other day. Oh. Yes. Yes, Uh-oh. you were. Because we did. We did. Yes, relaxation. Because <laughs> yes. we did a Q&A the other day. Yesterday, we did a Q&A with, 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 one of the, with one of the classes from Sutherland Chan. You would have been so proud of me, Nicole. And, 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 and someone brought up the idea of spa work. And they're like, tell, tell me what your opinion is of spa work, you guys. And I was like, I had you in my head. I'm like, you know what? relaxation stuff is therapeutic it's fucking fabulous yes. blah, blah. I, I had you in my head the whole time yeah That's because so this this one woman in this mm-hmm. class seemed to be the only one that was She's like, I don't the only one that spoke that was that was like i don't want to work with athletes i don't want to mm-hmm. she's like i want to do relaxation massage but a couple of the ways she worded things she was like you know but is is it then I can't remember what she said, but something like, well, then am I not using my skills? I'm like, what do you Less mean? Than? What yeah, do you yeah. mean you're not? U- yes, you are. And yeah. anyway, you would have been really proud of us. Aww. We were like, no, relaxation work is therapeutic and it is essential yeah. and it is necessary. Yeah, and yeah. you are not less than anybody. And anyway, we just yeah, yeah. honestly, Aww, that's our, our most head. listened to podcast. Oh, yeah. And that's the, the one we get the most feedback, feedback on from, oh, right from students all over Canada, yeah. the states State. as well, that they're like, you know, I felt like in school pressure that I had to be sports. I had to be like this. Yeah. Yeah. This, you know, uh, more like kinesiology, almost background of like movement and all this after. And they're like, but like, I want to do spa work or yeah. more focused on relaxation, which does play into more mental health care as well. Right. right. Even though we're not mental health professionals, we do have a hand in that. Right. And so 
don't know. That makes us really happy. Yeah. <laughs> I even I even went on to say like like I actually prefer relaxation treatment. Like I wouldn't even go see a therapist like me at all. I would not see a therapist <laughs> yeah. like me one bit. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to see Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh <no. laughs> that hurts a little bit. It's also it's also <laughs> sexual abuse. Yeah. So I can't You're see. So that's awesome. Right. That makes us happy. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. You're in my head. Well, what I was going to say before um, you, you came out with Nicole's in your head, which, by the way, I was really wondering where you were going <laughs> yeah, with I was that. Like, wait. <laughs> If Nicole's husband is listening, she's like, what the, what the fuck? Um, what I was going to say is before we hear from Nicole, because I really want to hear from her first because yeah. she has worked for the CMTO with quality assurance and has some insight that the rest of us have no idea about. Mm -hmm. But I will say, because the last episode with Karen, yes, it did sound a little more negative, like, mm -hmm. oh, this process was horrible. I said it on the episode, but I'll reiterate it. Both of my peer assessments were really positive. Mm -hmm. I The assessors were very like warm and friendly. Like I didn't feel, I don't know, it wasn't intimidating. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I had a really good experience. But of course, hearing Karen's story made me think like, I felt it was good, but was it? But no, I, I actually do think the process is is working the way it's intended to be. Maybe I'm naive. I haven't got any results back from my <laughs> assessment. So maybe I'm crazy, but I had a really good experience. The assessor was wonderful and we had a good rapport. We talked and even at the end, we were kind of like joking a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought it was really, really good. And I think that if you get some kind of scurp or something, you know, what Karen was referring to, there has to be something else. I just mm -hmm. don't think people get penalized for absolutely no reason. And I think that was kind of what the four of us wanted to talk about because yeah. that other episode might have made it sound really, really scary. Mm -hmm. And Heather, you've never been assessed. It's really, really not it's that not. scary. Not. <laughs> Honestly, my palms are already sweating. <laughs> and like, I haven't even gotten notification if I'm having one done, but... Well, now you will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, probably. <laughs> but I thank God I have Nicole. Like, we share out. a clinic, so yeah. it's like... Any questions I go to her with, and yeah. she's usually one like, take a breath, it's okay. <laughs> like, it's you're okay. Like, I've set this clinic up and I've passed peer assessments, so yeah. like, yeah. take a breath. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. gonna okay. be fine. So, Nicole, why don't you start us off then? Because you're the CMTO expert. <laughs> I am. I've been on so many panels and things. So, that... <laughs> talk to us a little bit about the Quality Assurance Program, how it works, and you know. We'll ask any questions that we have. Yeah, so QA is set up like every other um, committee at the CMTO. So you have um, your uh, council prof uh, professional members. Um, so that's RMTs that are on council. Then you have your um, professional non-council members, which is what I was. Okay. Um, and then you have your uh, public, public member yep. or members. Okay, so uh, it's like any other one it's set up. So you don't have like just people who work at the CMTO deciding these things. Um, it's like a whole team of everyone. Um, and so when I worked there, we actually, I'll say this, we uh, they got together every six to eight weeks or so. They didn't look at every single peer assessment. Mm -hmm. So it goes through like a um, like a filter at the CMTO before it even gets to the panel. They do get, uh, at the time it was paper. So we get right. the stack and they put it on the table. Um, and then we just, we can all like take some and like look through them. Um, but basically it goes through like um, a whole uh, slew of people before it gets to like any red flags. Um, and then it comes to us. Basically, the uh, peer assessor goes out, collects the information, Brings it back to us, and then 
based on that, um, uh, if you did well at the time, you didn't hear from us at all. Yep. And if we felt we had questions, we asked you questions. It wasn't like a based on that one final report, we gave something to you. It was right. like, hey, like it seemed like you were missing on every single health history, um, like a doctor, which is routinely missed or we noticed that, that was me in, that yeah. was me my first peer assessment no no doctors <laughs> so most of mine also don't so it seems to if you're going to come i'm going to start changing that don't worry about it. i have <laughs> i have doctors now i learned my lesson yeah, right? i have flags on everything it's right really now. it's really common because a lot of people just don't put them in and then you're like right. oh, i gotta ask them this whole thing so but that would not get you anywhere other than they'd be like we noticed this explain it yeah to us. that so was like, all it was, was you it. don't have doctors and, like, and they'll be like get it now nothing. and you're like okay i will do so and that's it okay so there's there's three basic categories after they the they yep. talk to you about stuff, right? Whether you've you've met the requirement, you partially met the exactly. requirement, or you have not met yep, the requirement. Who fills that part in? Is that the peer assessor that determines whether you've met this requirement or you haven't? Um, at the time, they just checked. Uh, yeah, they just checked okay. boxes because they were saying like, so it's basically like a bunch of boxes to check. And mm-hmm, it was like, mm-hmm. so let's just say in terms of like PPE, right? right? Um it'd be something like you need to, uh, you met the requirement as you had all the PPE required or you met some of the requirement because you had all but like, I don't know, let's just say gloves or something. Right, right, right. Um, so the peer assessor is the one check doing the checking those boxes. Yeah, checks okay. the boxes and then that like score number goes to like CMTO and then based on that overall, like that becomes to the QA. Now it's gotcha. probably changed a little because of the new like online mm-hmm. um, and all of that. It is like, they have switched which, up. Which makes it fucking so much easier, I'd imagine. Yeah. So because <laughs> you're sending in the photos. So that's the but thing. But see, that was something that, that people were I saying. I mean, because everything's not, digital. You know, it's not just no, like stacks of paper. But not, paper. Just, not just um, the person that came on our podcast, but other people online were saying they sent in the photos requested and then were being told they weren't there. Yeah. So I guess that with this, there might be a possibility of error. But then if they come back to you and say you were missing this, can't you just resend you just send it? You so, can resend yeah, it, right? The peer assessor from the peer assessor we talked to, yeah. she sends everything out like a week in advance. And be, it's like, if you send all this to me now, it makes your peer assessment when I talk to you go so much easier. Yeah. If it gets to that date and you don't have it, she goes, I'm looking for this. And then it she can have you send it. Gives them like two checkpoints yeah. like yeah 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 yeah. take your picture of your ppe and then when we get to our meeting you uh, have you, the ability oh, to send yeah, it to them i, I think I, my, my peer assessor told me like we had to we had a date send this advance. seven days before your peer assessment yeah, they, i guess that's a standard they do you don't have right, right. to but it, it makes everyone's life yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I thought i had to so oh. i had that shit in okay, more than good. seven days so that makes sense um oh just like fun little things so um all the peer assessors they come up with like their emails to you on their own the seem to doesn't give it that okay them. So oh. that's where. Some... Well, then I, I kind of want to give her a little more props. It's very professional, yes. very well done. <laughs> what are you expecting? So like, that Hello was... Kitty sixty nine at, at cmto.com? Yeah. I just mean the wording and all her emails mm-hmm. and her communication with me was mm-hmm. was really really good. Yeah, so Hello that's... Kitty. Let's, let's yeah. give her let's give her some credit there. Mm-hmm. It's all on them. So yeah. that could be some variability in why people yep. are seeing different things out there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That so that an error. That could be an error. That kind of thing. Like where you see different stuff but I guess I think that's something in their training or they've all kind of collectively decided that's the easiest way to go about it right. it makes sense yeah. because like Heather said then there is an opportunity for them to realize what you're missing and so for example my I won't say what but my peer assessor did say I didn't see this did you send it and I missed it yes so they do that and, they give, and then you can resend it right. and then if you don't have it that's when that goes into the did not meet requirement category right. do you know what I mean two chances and you didn't, you didn't do make it. it and it's not up to them to so I think this might be a part two it's not up to the peer assessor to like 
grovel with you to get it from you. You either have it or you don't. They're just collecting it. Right. And that's on that's on you, right? So um, they'll ask. And every peer assessor, again, a little different. Um, the one that I talked to, she allows everyone to be like, hey, like, is that is that it? Is, there, is that good? And they're like, should there be more? She's like, that's not for me to say. I've given you the list. Right, you right, have it right. in front of you. Is this good for you? And she's had people come to her afterwards and say, that answer to that question is not what I felt was good can i change it and she's like sure and she just adds it in do you know right, what i mean right, so they're right. not all just like this in and done some do some see don't. that was right. that that was an issue that when this we did record where we yeah we had a bit of an issue is that there seemed to be variability so yes. the example mark gave where there was two people that worked in the same clinic so let's say you two both got peer assessed but by different assessors and nicole is told your forms are beautiful amazing so detailed and heather's told eh, this isn't quite enough you know that that we've actually heard that story, so mm-hmm. we're like that's human error. That's yeah, I think that's human and error. It's going to be as well that it's a different process now. Like there's right. going to be growing through this process and finding mm-hmm. okay, these are the errors. I mean, uh, and also keeping yeah. in mind, like that's not going to ding you on anything. No. Those small little because things, not the but, small things. No, but if there are big things, then that and becomes if a, a lot problem. of small things like starts being a pattern right and yeah, that's what yeah. we looked for on QAs. like is this a pattern of right per, like, is it really reflective of your practice yes is it reflective like how come like none uh like you gave us because at the time so when i worked there they would go in and they would select random files they would look at your bookkeeping all of that now you send all that in they give you like what they want from you mm-hmm. um but they'd be like oh so like this one doesn't have any date or amount on it but there's a treatment note and this doesn't match the book anywhere right. like you know what I mean like that's what they're looking for um they understand we're all human in some way i was actually surprised they didn't ask for certain things that i was expecting them to ask for what i'm told is like the biggest thing they're what was it um that she said the biggest thing that they're like looking for is uh is a lot of like record keeping yeah like that is the biggest piece right so uh yeah she said like we asked her um how much changed because of covid and she said not a whole lot um you would have been just surprised. the process yeah just, just the, the process. process but like in terms of what they're looking for not a whole lot changed yeah i don't i don't i don't I, imagine I it would have yeah, changed record i don't in your, yeah. like it didn't feel different when period. i had my peer assessment like fucking 15 years ago it, no. i will admit it, it, it felt the, the different, felt be, different maybe because it? i'm behind a screen but it it felt different because i did feel and it, it maybe it's, more it's, conversational. Just, it's the ease yeah. of having a conversation yeah. in person, right? You lose it when and you're so, fucking behind a screen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So as much as I said this this peer assessor was wonderful, because we were behind screens, most of the time she wasn't even looking at me, right? Because she's typing, she's typing, she's typing. And when it comes to the the variability, I want to know see if you guys asked your uh, peer assessor friend this. Um, some RMTs have reported that their peer assessor was actually giving them some form of feedback, whereas some said, "I'm just collecting information." That type of variability, I I don't know. I don't know how I feel that about be that because mm-hmm. I feel well, like either okay. either they give feedback or they don't. Yes, give feedback. I agree exactly. with that. It still won't change the outcome of whatever's happening you're in right. that peer assessment. Yeah, you're right. Do you know what I mean? Like if you don't know what you're talking about, you don't know what you're talking about. But I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. It opens them up for liability issues because, like, yeah. let's say I'm giving you feedback that, like, yeah, it looks great, but then like I'm wrong, and you guys decide at the <laughs> yeah. at the quality assurance level that like you're getting a scurb now. Yeah, yeah. you're See, gonna that... come back on me, and then mm-hmm. that looks bad at the CMTO. What, so they what need the to... hell, Heather? Exactly. You told me I was so, good. So, <laughs> so like for example, though, like when I was peer assessed, I got peer assessed like my first fucking three months or two months into oh, practice. Wow. I was right? a year out when I first got. Yeah, I got so bang like, wow. right there, and so like I was doing. This is back when you had to do. Um, 
the self-assessment tool. It was, the, oh, it was yeah. I, she walked in as I was doing the self-assessment <laughs> tool, right? And so, the, in your defense, you had been at RMT for ten minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know what the peer assessment thing was all about. So when she was going through my forms, she was telling me the, the only thing that's really not hot about your forms. I mean, the basic information is there. The only thing that's really not there. We want more detail. Is treatment plan mm-hmm. right? And then I got that too. Right. So so she she tells me this. But then we had a discussion about like what treatment planning might want to be charted like, what that would look like versus in this round of peer assessing, it would have been, it felt like it was like, okay, well, your treatment plan section is lacking and let's move on to the next thing versus let's have a discussion about these things that we both agree right now. You answer the question and now I'm, this is your answer, but now we're going to discuss why. Exactly. So I think probably the reason for that is, and coming from my experience on QA, is because we do have peers literally assessing each Mm -hmm, other, mm -hmm. um, one might say, yeah, this looks like mine and that's good. Keep in mind, these peer assessors haven't like had their own clinic assessed by the CMTO before they went out and did peer assessing. You just train to be a peer assessor. Right. So they they get their check boxes, but it's like, does that fit into the box? One might say yes, one might say no. Mm, Right. And that's the variability, which I think is why they tried to cut that out and saying like, I don't give you feedback. Either it fit into what I figured fit into this box or it did not fit into this box. And then I'm leaving it to QA and the panel to all decide whether or not that's big enough to decide because they can make notes. That's why they seem like they're ferociously typing because it's like, well, they had, yeah, they're like, okay, so they had like out of the five treatments I looked at, three of them had doctor's names, but no address. Like they're literally trying to give you as much information as they can. Right. Right, Right. Um, uh, to the panel and the committee so they can make their decision because it is the committee's decision whereas like when I got it done same thing they were like your treatment plans aren't great I'm like well these people came to me from another RMT and like they just are basically maintenanced out like I don't really know what treatment plan I'm supposed to be writing right so I'm like I don't know what I'm supposed to be writing and she gave me well this is what you can do well now they're not doing that because it's not and I think that's to. a big piece of what yeah. everyone is feeling. It makes it feel more punitive. Everyone it, is feeling like that. As opposed to like, hey, like, let us help you. The problem with that is like, not every RMT that's a peer assessor But you're right. It's just a peer on. helping another peer. It's just peer. a peer. Well, and, and this see, person is just there to collect data. You're given the, you're given the metrics. Go, go check these things off when they're there. Yes. See, and I'm, I'm somewhat okay with that. I can understand how then it can feel like, you know, as Karen kept saying, more punitive because it feels like the conversation went well, but then you're finding out later it didn't go well because there is no feedback. I'm still sort of okay with that. I was a little concerned about the fact that some peer assessors were okay to clarify questions, whereas some were like, I cannot clarify, answer the question. So the one we talked to, yeah, her stance on it was, if someone asked, can you explain to me, she she would say, like, she would reread it, but she'd be like, I I actually do not know what the CMTO is looking for you. They're not given answers to these things. They're not actually given anything. They're literally just given the data collection half of it. So it's that impartial. Like they're trying to make it that impartial. So yeah, you have to be able to interpret it yourself. So I mean, knowing that information makes me feel a little bit better. Like knowing that the peer assessor doesn't actually have this like what the CMTO no, is looking for. They don't have an answer book in yeah. front of them. Right. But yeah. I do know that some peer assessors were, you know, trying to reword or like make you understand what they were asking. Mm. Whereas some were saying, I can't Yeah, clarify. like my peer assessor straight off said like, I'm just going to ask you the questions and I can't clarify the question for you at all. Just I'll answer. repeat it if you'd like. Just answer the question. Yeah. So for example, she asked me about consent. The words she used were informed consent. See how he's a little smirky because he- what? 
<laughs> what, what, what? You're a little smirky going into this story because no. you purposely she, answered things a certain way. No, because, because she asked me about informed consent. Consent or informed mm-hmm. consents? Like the consent standard or informed consent? I She's like, well, you. the question says informed <laughs> consent. consent. So yeah. I went through informed consent, which covers like every fucking standard you can yeah. ever imagine. Yep. And then we get to the section about remedial exercise. <laughs> and she's like, well, what would you say for remedial exercise? I'm like, you mean like the negative reactions and shit I talked about before? And she's like, well, whatever Why you think you, is right. right. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Then, I, then after all that, I'm like... They were asking about the consent standard there, right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Like the, and that's the whole, I think actually, so I'll put this in there and put I'm that out to. there for everyone to think about. Doing it this way and then say the CMTO or you finding out that maybe you didn't um, meet highly or completely meet all of the check boxes is that now something that we can take and move into like strive is that now how we do those and pick where we go and find where we that's want to the take idea. the next well, that is that is, not that where it's going idea. that's right? the idea that's so, the whole point of the, the peer assessment and the self-assessment which it yeah. takes out the whole piece where we don't need the peer assessor to tell me how to make a treatment plan because if i realize i don't need it because i'm in an assessment and realize it's garbage then i need to make that a part of my strive then i need to decide that is a part yeah. of my whole thing that i need to work on and that's literally just the way it goes well, and, and that's the point of the quality assurance program yes, it is. that's why you're assessing mm-hmm. yourself and figuring quality, out where do i suck assurance. and how do i make myself and that's better okay. we all suck in certain areas we've all been in a certain amounts of time and yep, things fall absolutely. or you like you get in you know what i mean like things change it it is what it is but i think that's like why people get maybe a little like scared of it because they think they're supposed to be perfect but they're not and that's the whole point of it right and if you're somebody that's gone through the older process like that transition going from almost like a warm oh i feel like somebody's like coaching me Mm. type situation to almost this cold hospital clinical sense black and white thing can be an intimidating process for sure but we all asked to like we all wanted to be able to have the ability to i don't know come up with all that on our own didn't we ask for that like i hated this scene. <laughs> didn't we ah, like i hated that you the asked scene... for something they gave it to you and now you're complaining like, unbelievable I, I, I hated that the cmto was telling me like what type of classes i could take because they said they were you know what i mean like that bothered me so very much mm. so i like this i mean strive is its whole thing and because it's being rolled out still i feel like it's kind of a gong show in some it's, ways it's not it, perfect but no. the concept definitely it makes is. a lot more fucking it's sense. not like even it. yeah. it's not even bad like because i'm i'm also a registered kinesiologist like it's the same physiotherapist it's the same thing you create your action plans based on your self-assessment tool basically yep. right so the difference like is strive now than like our old way yeah which it should be because when people difference. were just collecting credits people would just and mark and never saw it a lot just to take well it, they yeah. would yeah people would show up to classes that we offered that you know would be eight or ten ceus this would be the joke i'd be like so who's here because you really want to learn this stuff or who's here for the ceus i don't i don't take offense to it i just want to know who's in who, who i'm talking <laughs> How much today. energy am I giving to you guys? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I'm still the performing monkey regardless, right? But. but yeah, there were a lot of people who were just taking the courses that we had that were relatively inexpensive with high value CEUs. And now the people who are here, I know before I even get here, you're here because you want to learn this. You don't, nobody's making you do this. So it's, it's much more pleasant for us. The only thing I don't like about it is I feel the self-assessment tool is garbage. Yes. Right. The self-assessment tool for kin is so foundational. It's like rate yourself on your knowledge of exercise physiology. You must rate yourself on your knowledge of whatever 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 and you have to rate yourself like yeah i'm proficient yeah i'm a little it's bit above that it's not this it's, it's, little... it's 
it's yeah. so they're they're just asking you to rate yourself on on things that matter most, mm-hmm. not my work life balance. I don't feel like that has a yeah. place in the 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 self assessment tool I for agree. my profession. I, right? I yeah. That that that's, whole that's, thing that's, is really that, confusing. I'm like, why is, do you care is, how much is, I exactly, work and how right? much this I is my live? Profession. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you hear that I'm so stressed because I have to work? And so. here's my thing, though. Does that now open the door because we have that? That it's a a professional requirement Absolutely. that now like. I can write my gym membership off as part or at least partially as a business expense because it's part of something I have to do for my business. Yeah. Does that open up that way? Hey, CRA, are yeah. you listening? Can we do that? You can try. Oh, the CRA, they're, yeah, they're in my poop list. Right? <laughs> Mad at them. The CRA wasn't on your poop list before? <laughs> I'm fresh into this. Yeah, I got the, the installment interest. Oh, nice. Oh, God. Have fun. Oh, God. So with this uh, QA, just like one yeah, piece. Yeah. So once like they collect all the information, when I was there, they collect it and it comes to us. If you've been deemed that the panel has to look at it, they are given like a, um, we get the actual assessment yep. and we get all the notes from the peer assessor and then they send to you. Listen, you notice. So we look at it and be like, oh, what is this? And then we all sit around like scratching our heads, running questions and being like, oh, this is what the peer said. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Like say it's like missing some health history, it's yeah. some treatment now. And it's just kind of a weird mess. It's like, all right, like what, what is the picture we're trying to formulate here, right? Because that's all they're trying to do. They're trying to paint a picture of like your practice right. and decide whether or not like you're going to hurt the public because of that. Gotcha. That's it, right? Like if someone were to have to call on you because they need some record keeping, um, um, because they're in Moverly Claxton, could you provide it? Could you sit in a court of law and stand by your notes? Yeah, I like the the way you say it like that. Yeah, like, it really changes right? like, the way you if, think about it. If somebody, if an insurance company flagged you, could you, beyond any reasonable doubt, show that you were not committing insurance fraud because you have the treatment notes that match the receipts that match your appointment book? Can you do that? Right. Right, like with a degree of pattern, because yeah. things get missed here and things happen. This seems it's not like a one-off. It's just like, yeah, oh yeah. my god, you don't even have an appointment book, right? Like right. stuff like that. <laughs> the pattern is. You'd key. be amazed how many places had floods and all of a sudden notes and treatment, but like they went missing. Right. It Fire, was, this fire. Oh my gosh, tornado. Yeah, it's Hurricane. very strange. Or my dog. I worked at a clinic and they worked at a clinic. The dog ate my treatment oh, notes. Right. Yeah, right. Or I worked at a clinic and I don't work there anymore and they locked me out and I don't know where any of my notes are. It's like that's unfortunately still your bad. Not that's my, That is your responsibility. That was the thing. And then once they do that, the QA decides if they want to do so a SCRP. Or if it's just like they they go back to you and they ask right and they they do have open so yeah because it feels like because some some people bring this shit to me they're like what do I do here I'm like why don't you go through your peer assessment answers yeah. and re-answer them the way that you should be answering them anyway yeah. and submit that like in other words prove to them where you recognize where you went wrong and and in that state how you're changing your practice yeah. based on this new knowledge that you should have had from before and that's and, fine. <laughs> and even if you didn't know and you get the skirt go look up the standards and then yeah. be, then write your answers like you're saying. <laughs> and I had someone come in just, just recently She because she has one of these, she just finished doing a course. She had a script where she had to do a record keeping course and she had to do a 500 page reflection paper and all the rest of it. And she came in because she wanted me just to look through her, her reflection paper and she was really positive about it, which is the way it's supposed. She's like, you know what? This is actually all my fault. It's on me and it's a good thing this happened because how many other years would I have gone on just doing stuff that 
I would have felt was okay, but it just really wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like, I actually, I feel like I'm a better therapist for this right now. Yeah. Which yeah. is, Taking I wasn't expecting that, but yeah. Which is, I think the word of 2020 and 2021 is taking accountability. Taking yeah. accountability. <laughs> and that's the thing. So scripts are like, People think they're the big thing. A script could be, it's just a specified, oh, I'm not going to get because pineapple <laughs> wine. I'm not going to get the name for it now. Anyways. Um, Speaking of pineapple wine. <laughs> Ray, go get Here, I'll look it up. Mine, mine's empty. Here, I'll so, it. it could be as simple as a course or two. It could be as simple as going to talk to a mentor. Like It's not necessarily like a big thing. For some people, it is. For some, it isn't. For some people, the CMTO doesn't recommend anything. They just point it out to you. Right. And say, like, fix this. Fix this. Yeah. And that's it. Because it's not big enough. Well, and see, okay. So. so I will say, because this was years and years and years ago, and I hope that I don't get in shit for this, but <laughs> you just handed me the biggest bottle of wine. Sorry for just, I just it's stopped Friday. talking because it's a massive bottle. Well, my very, very first peer assessment, um, I had just, not just started, but I had been only working in this particular clinic for a number of months and I didn't have my registration visible anywhere in my treatment space. That's actually a very common thing. Right. And so, and honestly, I just hadn't thought about it. Like I moved in there. I had it on my wall, the old clinic I worked at. I moved into this place, never thought about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the peer assessor pointed that out. Like, I don't see your registration anywhere. And I was like, and you won't, it's not here. Cause my name's not really Amanda, (laughs) (laughs) but it was a very simple, just getting like, fix this. And I was like, cool. And literally like the next day I had my registration on the wall. Like it's, it's not big enough to be an issue. And I was like, okay, whoopsie daisy, my bad. Forgot it's collecting dust under my bed. I'll get that up there. And that's the thing This seemed to realize that, but it is important for you to have it. So when you have clients come in, they know you, that I'm not some weird person. (laughs) So what's now the plan with anybody who does mobile massage, let's say you have to carry your card. You don't have, they don't do the cards cards anymore. anymore. They're done. They're done. Zoo. I have mine in my wallet, but like, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. So what will be that? Figure that hole because we talked about that. I think yeah. like what is this deal? Someone. Yeah, there's got to be some sort of proof because I remember her saying to me when I didn't have it on the wall. She's like, "Well, do you have your card in your wallet?" I'm like, "Who carries that around?" Uh, <laughs> I do because I'm pretty sure you can use it as ID someplace. What I would really love when we get those notifications of these changes, the the rationale behind it, because like there's four of us sitting in this room and we came up in two seconds. Like this could be a problem for a mobile therapist, which is and, huge. And they went through a whole fucking policy change. And if it was a question, and I forgot that it was, it even changed. Like I somehow forgot that I didn't get a card this so, year. So <laughs> I mean, I'd like to. Well, believe... I remember when I tried to go get my vaccination, I was like, "Oh, are they going to accept this because it's expired?" It's, yeah, I'd, I'd like to believe that you know, if the four of us can come up with that in two seconds, that they would have thought of this. And if they thought of it and uh, they had they had a reason for saying this is not good enough reason to put these, mm-hmm. then explain that. Like yeah. that just makes sense. I agree. It seems you definitely needs to do better at that and. Because I worked with the CMTO for so long, I luckily got the knowledge to generally be able to come up with, like, although that one yeah. I don't, but like <laughs> why they do certain things and how. Yeah. Um, but like there's only so many people on a panel, although I don't think they're ever going to put me on one ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's OK. Uh, like, I don't know, like it just they do all those things and they don't give you rationale or yeah. reason. And I mean, it's not that you have to, but it would really, it would really be nice. It's every, or if they see, because um, they have people watching, like this question come up over and over again, yep. just like have someone maybe talk to their MTO. Maybe yes. there could be like some yes. communication be like our MTO found out the information from like their insider Joe and they told us this, like yeah. we saw. Like, I feel like if anybody were to just go to them and 
want this information and ask them, it might appear. So you know how earlier we were yeah. we were laughing about, you know, the fact that RMTs wanted more freedom with their CEUs. They yeah. got it and now they're bitching about it. Oh, that happens all the time with the CMTO. And like I always say, like they they get shit on a lot. Yeah. And another thing, you know, when when COVID first started. Does, though. Sorry? I imagine every regulatory well, we've body. We've heard does. stories about some other ones. Oh, I'm I'm sure they do. But when like yeah, but when COVID first started, right? How many people were complaining about the lack of communication from the CMTO, right? And now we get so many... Every time Doug Ford is on TV, I just wait for the email email and it's there and it's there by end of day. people are complaining about getting that many emails. Exactly. I'm like, but you asked for it! (laughs) Yeah, it boggles my mind. Like, do you want them involved? Do you not? Like, how much... They can't, like, call you and let you be free. Like, what do you... Do you want them to be your helicopter parent? Or do you want them to be, like, you did education, you wrote some tests, like, you know these standards go figure it, out. figure it out like i you're don't a health professional like, like you're an adult well not yeah that that's means a that's lot the funniest days, one like, though that they don't communicate they communicate too much yeah, I'm like all right all the time. my favorite though is how all of the emails now are literally just cut and paste but they'll change like the dates <laughs> yeah. like as the announcement Directive on this day you're like <laughs> pretty yeah, sure i was laying that. in bed with the uh for the last one <laughs> and it pops up and i'm like huh another was there another announcement that I didn't know? <laughs> so you know announcements come from the government. I like to government. get my husband that. I'd be like, oh my God, I got another email from CMTO. He's like, oh, because of Pref Conference today? I'm like, yeah, because I'm on mat leave right now. He's like, can you still work? I'm like, yeah. He's just like, oh. <laughs> We're, work. We are always going to be able to still, like, this is what I yeah. keep telling my client. It's so funny. Every time Doug Ford is on TV, one of my clients Tech. always, like, it's always instantly. I mean, eventually the, all the texts and emails come in, but I always get one, like, almost right away. And I'm like, do you guys really think if I had to close down, I wouldn't tell you? Yeah. Like, do you guys yeah. really think you're not going to hear from me? I think I have mine <laughs> trained so well now that like I maybe get one person like, are you, is my appointment still tomorrow? It'll that, be like, like, how does this new information affect you? I'm like, it all. doesn't. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> you're good. I stopped sending out with the last because how many emails have we gotten in like the last since this lockdown? I don't send out Whatever. anything. I don't post anything no. anymore. No, I, like you said, I'll have like a the, few people two, message yeah. me. And each time I'm like, I will always let you know if your appointment's canceled. Yeah. You are good. <laughs> but I do like a monthly like email newsletter to my like, you know, updates, mm-hmm. my schedule, like, uh, you yep. know, a brief of my schedule. And then I usually like have like a self-care corner where I find like some YouTube video on like <laughs> breathing or meditation or this is what a muscle knot is. It's not going to kill you <laughs> type things like a little educational thing. So yeah. they're probably so used to that, that like, they're like, Oh, if I don't see an email from Heather, she's good. good. <laughs> Whereas my clients haven't heard from me in like six months. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, no, I'm joking. They've heard from me from time yeah. to time. I sense so, in, I'm like, I don't have time. If it's important, you hear from me. And if you don't, then just like roll with it. <laughs> like you're good. I'd say my favorite thing over the last two weeks is, am I allowed to see both of you? Oh yeah. Cause mm. I'm covering a lot of her clients. Am I allowed to see both of you or I'm going back to Nicole. Is that Heather okay? saying yes? I'm like, mad? absolutely. You need to stop seeing Heather. That is not <laughs> I'm totally joking. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care. We're in the same place. You know, how to get a hold of both of us if you need me i'm here it doesn't matter i know we, i had the same thing so like hard. when i was coming back from mat leave because i had a friend of mine cover and i would have clients who like i could tell they wanted to stick with her and i was like listen one i knew this would happen there's there's going to be some people that 
prefer to see her. There's some people that were like dying for me to come back. Mm-hmm. And like, neither one of us are going to get offended. We both work here. We are both qualified to treat you. So, you know, go with whomever you're comfortable with, whether it's because of scheduling or style or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't care if you want to go to her because she's blonde and I'm not like, I don't care. <laughs> this, Just do what yeah. you want to do. They think it'll hurt her feelings. But the way I look at it, and I think yeah. I probably shared this before is, if I'm now not the therapist for you, the spot you took now opens up for someone who exactly. I might be the therapist for and exactly. it's not going to hurt my feelings and I, or and not I a popularity contest. A few of them too. They're like, well, Nicole, you know, I need to go back and get the acupuncture. And I'm like, that's perfect. That's why like, we do different things. <laughs> we do different things. But a lot of our shared clients also were like, sometimes when I'm like, you're treating me, I don't know. If, I have to stop and think, is this Nicole or how they're treating me? Because we're very similar. Yeah, we that's are. awesome. We're similar, but we offer different things. And that's, you know, she has her acupuncture. I have plans to add something on that complement it all, but also that Nicole doesn't have so that like we can kind of offer Play off each other, yeah. yeah. So I dyed my hair blonde. So when we go back, they can yeah. physically see that it's we like have a photos of <laughs> we have photos on the Nicole door. blonde hair, Heather Brown. We have photos on the door of us just so because we do actually have people in the, the door. People in our building also oh, mistaken I get, us. Yeah, for each all other. the time. Like Heather, I'm like, nope. But in our <laughs> photos, in our photos, Nicole has long hair and I have short hair, oh, no. like shoulder length. And now it's we're like the reverse. So it throws people. Off. Stop confusing people, <laughs> ladies. Well, this is why you have to have your thing on the wall. So people know that you're <laughs> you've got to have if anybody listening. If you didn't know this, have your registration on the wall. I made that mistake once and it will never happen again. Can I ask you a question about the peer assessment being confidential? Mm-hmm. Because before we did that podcast or sometime, sorry, I should probably stop. I, I was going to say, maybe you want to finish eating that, that empanada. But that empanada is damn good. So. It's so good. <laughs> okay. While you're finishing chewing, I just actually want to know because of all the controver- controversial things we talked about, why do I continue to say that word that I can't <laughs> say? Why... Um, Of all the things that we talked about on that podcast, we talked about, you know, the variability between assessors. So all of us have weighed in on that. Mm -hmm. We talked about the new process being a little more, for lack of a better term, I'll say cold, you know, less discussion. Mm -hmm. But the last controversial thing we talked about was the possibility of a conflict of interest for when you get the SCURP that you have to take the courses offered Uh, by the CMTO. I wanted to bring that up. Yes. All right. Well, I did. Let's hear what you guys think. Okay. So A, the CMTO is making no money because the cost of having a panel review your QA, like your failed um, assessment is enough. Like it's enough. On top of that, they have to pay the instructor. Also, this whole thing about like it's a run by the CMTO, blah, 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 blah. When I worked, the CMTO didn't have many courses. They sent to a few people and they still offer those courses. We all know all of them. Yep. The people who are getting SCURPs or getting told you to take a record keeping or whatever we're starting to be like, where do I get this? So how does the CMTO know that you are getting the information you need so that when you come back to them finishing it, being like the areas that you should have known that you didn't have been covered without them running it? They don't need to offer it for free. I think that's ridiculous. I think if you need it, you should pay for it. I don't think they need to offer it for free. And I do think that, you know, like we mentioned on the last episode, if they're going to tell you you have to take a course, yes, they They have to to offer offer one, 100%. I think my only concern was why not, you know, if people are coming to you saying, I already took a record keeping course wherever, like it doesn't have to be through Con Ed, you know, Here's sure, the content. I'm, you know, the sure, I'm just plugging my own course, yeah. Yeah, but have, yes, have, have something audited, like, right. Yes. And as like an education place like yourselves, have you can apply yes. and have your 
class reviewed yeah. and, and then have, you know, that we was, offer yeah. it, but here are some other yes. that are. I guess that was the only thing that I had somewhat of an issue I, with where I'm like, I feel like as, you know, just as our patients have freedom to do what they yeah. want, like as a therapist, if you have a course that you want to take and it's covering all the material that they say you have to know, maybe there should be a process you know how backwards that, it is, though? that can work. It can also work so backwards because I had a dude come take a course for me and the course he took had nothing to do with his SCURP. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why are you here for this course? He's like, whoever on the quality assurance committee said, I can take this course for this material. And I'm like, is that, are, do I have your permission to call this person right now and find out if what you're telling me is actually true? Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, you, you can call. I call they up the did. CMTO and they're like, yeah, we said he can take that course for that material. And I was like, they're not even closely fucking related. Yeah. And that's why I was like, are you? Uh, and I was like, okay, cool. See, I guess that's, the that's the thing. The, the CMTO, if they don't, they need to figure that out. I will say yeah. that because when I worked on it, I also, we brought this up a lot. It was just like, we'd have people like, well, where do I, or even like the mentor, where do I find a mentor? Well, we have a list, but it can be anyone. There's right? and it's like, How does this do? Like, you know what I mean? Like there's so much because they're trying to be like, for the exact reason that people are complaining that the CMTO is trying to take all this money and mm -hmm. doing it for self-serving purposes, they're trying to be like, no, we're not. So they take their hands off. Yeah, but I'm then when they take their hands possible. off, then people go, you can't make me do this if you're not going to give, like, you know what I mean? Like, so yes. do you want my hands So we're back, back to that. <laughs> and that's the problem. What do you want, people? So then something really interesting hit me. Over the past couple of days, I've been getting a lot of calls about my record-keeping course mm -hmm. by non-RMTs, mm. by, by another health profession that is not manual therapists at all. Oh, wow. Interesting. Right? And because they've been, they have a skirt, they've been mandated from their college to mm -hmm. take a record-keeping course. And so I tell them all, like, this is a manual therapy course. It's great for physio. It's great for massage therapists. It's great it for kids. It is not for you. I tell them it's, it's there's, there's definitely overlap, right? Because uh, mandatory reporting obligations are mandatory reporting obligations, yeah. that type of stuff. So there's definitely overlap overlap so i've been telling them this is this this what the thing is today someone called me again about that and i'm like what the fuck is going on here and then two seconds later i see the college of register that's all i got on my phone yeah. and i answer the phone because i'm thinking it's a cnto college of registered yeah. massage there's Ontario, and it wasn't them it was a different college saying mm -hmm. can you tell me about your record keeping course and I said, this is really weird because I had a billion people from your college wanted to, and she's like, yeah, because we're mandating them to take record keeping courses based on whatever is going on with that particular person. And she said, I know yours is a manual therapy course. Can that be adapted at all for mm -hmm. our college? And I said, so you're asking me to write a course for you, for this purpose, for your people when you're mandating them? She's like, yes, that's what I'm asking. Is that something that you can do? And then I said, give me a week to look through the legislation and look through your college mm -hmm. policies and all that kind of stuff, your standards of practice, and I will see what if this is something that I'm even fucking interested in doing in the first place. Yeah. And then we got off the phone. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Their college is saying you got to take this course, even if they had the course, which obviously they don't, yeah. but they're like, go, look, go, go, go here, here, go here, go here. And, and that's back here. to what you're and saying, yeah. Someone bought the course today. Someone Two else people. bought the course, but someone else bought the course today. I called her up. I said, can I call you? She's like, yeah. Well, yeah, she's typing it. Yeah. So I call her up. I'm like, you you, you know, this is like a, a manual therapy course, right? It's very cool. She's like, yes, but I'm like, and you were mandated to take a record keeping course for the college? She's like, yeah, I was. She's like, I'm like, you. I, I don't want to take your money. Like, I'm going to refund you your money because I don't think this is. She's like, no, my lawyer contacted the college and they said it was okay that I took this course. Like I was like, holy, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. See, but anyway, see, and that's, that's the why thing. They, colleges, 
I think the team too does need to be a little more involved in it. I think they do need to put their in this particular manner a little yeah. more hands on because they are the ones who write the standards. They are the ones training the peer assessors to check the boxes. They are yeah. the ones having the committee that looks at the peer assessments that decide whether or not you need based on those things if you're falling below standard not and need to up it. So I think they need to be a little more hands on. I think they should. They don't even need to come up with their own. They can contact Con Ed. They can con- like they. There are places like with this there. college. Just yes. did with me. They can do that. The thing is, I am pretty sure the CM2 feels if they do, that is them getting too muddy in the waters because they've heard it a hundred million times hmm. and they don't want to do that. They don't want to have to regulate another course. They're already regulating every single I guess they also don't want to endorse no. other people's courses. Yeah. Oh, they're right? so intense about the not endorsing anything yeah. on the planet thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, well, it, but the thing is, they, they don't have Although, to endorse it, but maybe, maybe it can then fall on the members. If you want to take a course that's not ours, you have to submit the course you're going to take yeah. and we decide, like does this do meet, with CEUs. yes, exactly. does this meet the requirements that we want QA you to Because QA used to look after those too. They used right, to look right, after, because right. I sat on it for people being like, I want to take this anatomy course at McMaster to Cadaver Lab, blah, 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 blah. Can it count as my CEUs? And it, so they would sit down and they would, the QA committee, that was part of their job too. They'd look at, does it fall under any of these particular categories? Right. Like, what do we think we're getting from it that like you know what I mean like that clearly what is anatomy yeah, like a whole yeah. like anyways I want to take it uh, but it's like one of those things so the CM2 has the ability to review is time consuming I don't think absolutely it, it's be. so time consuming for the committees to do mm-hmm. every single can you imagine if like I don't even know how many people they give like you need to take a record keeping course to and Every single one of them, say a hundred, okay? Every single one of them come with a different course and they have But are there really a hundred record keeping courses? But then could um <laughs> maybe people weren't making them up. Maybe it's just like I want this guy. You know what I mean? Like who who yeah. knows? That's no, the thing. Like could it the RMTAO step in then and maybe cause they can clearly, you know, endorse things. <laughs> like could they then <laughs> step in, right? And say like you know if you've been mandated to take a record keeping course you know these ones have been approved or something i don't know CMTO, would, but the CMTO still has would to the it. rmtao want, want to, to do, do that, that either though no. because yeah. they also offer continuing education, education. right but so they then can, they can yeah i guess hmm. they'd be like <laughs> see, fuck that we'll just make our own so <laughs> and that's the thing and see that's what the people are accusing cmto of doing yeah. being like this is self-fulfilling exactly. right but i'm telling you it's not self-fulfilling like been sitting on that committee and personal experience like I honestly never one time felt like great that I was like, hey, just so you know, we'll stay on the record. Your record keeping is garbage. And I know you've been doing this for 15 years, but you need to go take this course. And then it's always like, oh, but it's $250. And that's the thing. They give you what, like, you know, you can take it. So you, ha- you get to find the price, whatever. And they would give yeah. you a few. And seem to used to write, used to run a few of them. Like they used to do a professionalism workshop. Yeah, I think they, might they still, still have do. That. Mm-hmm. That's how I got on to CMTO is I went to one of those because it was free for me. But if right. you had to be mandated to do it, you had to pay. Right, right, right. Anyway, so that's how I got onto the CMTO is going to one of those. But they would do all of that, and then they give you a timeline. Mm-hmm. CMTO committee, like CQA, also goes, okay, so we're going to give you, I think it was usually six months. They give you like six months to complete it, bring it back to us. If that didn't work for you, you could be like, this doesn't work for me. I have, say, young kids, or I only work part-time, or like I can't come up with money. They go, yeah. okay, what? 
I remember what being like, what timeline works for you? Yeah. Right? But they always give you one up front. So, if, like, they come back and be like, you have to take these five courses six months. That's just a standard. Yeah. They just tell you this. It's up to you to go back to them. But then if you're like, starting, you know what I mean? Like, if what you say is ridiculous, then they'll tell you it's yes. ridiculous. They'll be like, no, you still, like, you can't take five years to do this. Like, yeah. you need to, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, or if it's really yeah. pressing, like, if it is something like, um, maybe not record keeping, like, say, I don't know. Like, say there's like another thing, like Hygiene. professional practice thing with fraud or something. <laughs> yes. Like that. Then it's like, this is something you need to do yesterday. Yeah. Like, this is not okay. Do you like know how I mean? immediately so, went to hygiene? <laughs> yeah. hey man, I had a, I had a dude they, want me to mentor him about hygiene. Yeah. Yes. Like, so they have, that, that is pressing. <laughs> so, Wash your damn hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> just maybe shower. And, yeah, there's like a whole, there's yeah, a bunch yeah, yeah. of it. So, like, that's the thing. Like, uh, there's so many variables, and the committee has to look at a lot of different things. There's lots of precedents. CMTO isn't new, by the way. No. Right. We we haven't been regulated a hot minute already. So they have lots of presence. They do look to other colleges. Mm-hmm. I have seen members take, like you were saying, just to segue to that, where people from other colleges yeah. are taking courses from you from manual therapist massage. Yeah. We had seen, I had seen, I have seen, anyways, massage therapists take courses from other colleges too. They'd be like, I found this from college physiotherapists. Can right. I take that? And CMT would be like, done go ahead yeah, yeah. so they do that yeah. do you know what I mean like it's not like one side where you have to take theirs if they are telling you you need to take a record keeping course and here's one that CMT offers they're doing it because they're like let me do some work for you because they've been told like oh I don't know where well, I'm well I've been told that the, from people that have been mandated to take a record keeping course when they took ours they, it got rejected oh. it's like you, no you have to take ours oh. I mean ours. it's possible again I haven't been on yeah. it in a while right. but I never but again, saw that you could go back to that person and did they like rebut and ask, can I take this one instead? I, because it's I don't know whatever any, exactly. these I don't know. Yeah, we don't know everything. Yeah. But that if they yeah. didn't ask up front, it got could have got rejected. But it might have been a different story. Who knows? Right? That's just a yeah. scenario. But yeah, they have to offer one. As Amanda said, if yeah, they're they going to tell you, if they're going to tell you to take one, then they have to offer one because you never, you might not ever find one. But then by that token, you know, like the I said, the thing is, you're only offered here in like Toronto GTA. What if you're like you're way in the middle of nowhere? Like I'm not coming all the way down here. Sudbury, to you. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I hope the CM2 offers one online, which the record keeping is, yeah. one is. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it could be that I don't know if CMTO is trying to lean towards people taking their courses over the other because they can regulate them and it is a regulated process already so maybe they're trying to keep that's it exactly it, that's exactly what it is we want to make sure that you're getting the material that you're supposed to be getting and then we're evaluating you at the end of yeah. it because yeah. they get evaluated in the course but that was it. something we talked about sorry heather you you know well we talked about that on the way here because we obviously knew what we the four yeah. of us were going to to discuss and mark said well our record keeping course doesn't have an evaluation no, that's one evaluate. thing that theirs has that ours doesn't mm-hmm. yeah. and i was like yeah but we could very easily put an evaluation he's like yeah absolutely we yeah, could but then like who are we to evaluate like like what yeah. does my evaluation mean to the college that right. someone passed my course it doesn't mean anything right well i'm saying? glad that we discussed that point because i know that there were a lot of people like thinking there was some sort of conspiracy no i don't think it's a conspiracy, <laughs> I wanted, but i don't i don't think i, I, I don't I think it's do a perfect think, system at all no, no. Um, i do think I they, they should accept other it. courses but what i wanted to add to the the cmto having these courses they not only have to have them for this aspect of it but i had to take them to come back into exactly yes. the, right. it's not just for people who are yeah, mandated that's true. Mm-hmm. when i went through it i think there was 150 people in the online class yep, coming from inactive yeah yeah coming from inactive coming from, from another province maybe, yeah. yes mm-hmm. other province there was a quite a few of those yeah, from bc yeah. a different country or like people, people that were mandated mm-hmm. yeah, I so don't, they have to have this course yeah. yeah they have to have it right um, and it'd be really easy for them just to be like you've been mandated you're coming just take this and then yeah. they know they know so that way in three years from now when you get 
picked again for uh, whatever. Because here's the thing: they also don't go back and look at old peer assessments. Just an FYI, mm. those are like locked in a vault, and you never get to see them again. <laughs> it's all very like confidential in that way because it's not meant to be punitive. I'll say this with the next step of it. So say something's egregious enough that um, say you don't comply, like say you don't go through, it gets sent sent to ICRC. Yep. They don't get that it. They get that it came from QA. They don't get the details. QA has to go find their or ICRC has to go find their own information. Mm. It gets kept at QA. It stops there. Really? They do not give the rest of the information. They go, we had someone. They're not compliant with a QA with the QA program, and that's all they get. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so don't think that they're going and telling you know what I mean so that yeah. they get, they're non-compliant that's what they get they get you are non-compliant with the QA program we're sending you an ICRC then ICRC goes cool so non-compliant with QA why not and then they send an they investigator and they find that yeah. your record keeping's a mess yeah. and that you're don't have any PPE and yep. you're massaging someone on a mattress on the floor or something weird <laughs> you're like, on your phone while you know you're what I mean you're, yeah on your phone by the like, way I have heard that more than once yeah. in the Ooh. last couple of years and it still blows my mind. Yeah, Treating and texting. Like Heather's, yeah, Heather's eyes are telling me that she has encountered someone who does that. No, no, I read the the latest article. There was oh. somebody, yeah. Late. I just I don't understand. Uh, it might have been BC though, mm. but they were oh, playing yeah. games on their phone, and then an the <laughs> investigator playing games. Yeah, and the investigator, um, they had like a undercover, yeah. and they were getting treated by them, and they lifted right. their head to look, and it was <gasps> on the phone. They're like, yeah, oh my god, and they're treating with one hand, which is then Nicole and I were chatting about it. And we're like, that's why we always have two hands on people, so they know they know where they your know, hands are, or like stacked or yeah. on the table. To, yeah, hand. whatever, right? Like, I don't, no, no, yeah, no. but at least I have be gambling to, if you're gonna be. <laughs> Something like <laughs> playing Frogger or something. Right. Like, come on, yeah. At least be making money. <laughs> I want day trading. Something. Day trading. I mean. Yeah. I want to ask Heather something specifically, and I'm sorry to oh, put I'm you scared. on the spot right now, but okay. I do want to ask because you're the only one in this room that has never been peer assessed, and now you've heard. Uh, the reason I'm not asking Nicole is because Nicole has a very CMTO viewpoint, right? Because she has been in there, and Mark and I don't know a goddamn thing. So. From everything you've heard and all, all of this stuff, like, do you have any ideas or solutions or any things you think that maybe could be improved from everything you've heard from the discussion you guys had with Ooh, your peer like assessor that. friend, <laughs> from the discussion we had with Karen, from the online controversy, all of it? Do you have any things that you think the CMTO might actually be able to take this and say, okay, we can improve here. I think they should. Um, the biggest thing is, I think us as members need to remember that this is now again a new process and we're still in a pandemic. And we also have to remember that, what, in just a few months, a little more than six months, we're also getting new standards put into place. So that's going to add a whole new layer oh, yeah. on right. top mm. of the peer assessment uh, um, chaos. So I again, just that. like the Strive. <laughs> We got to remember the processes aren't going to be perfect up front. They never are ever, right? Like, look when you guys started Con Ed, right? Like, how much is still thrown a disaster? And, but like, <laughs> things probably <laughs> were ironed out. <laughs> but things get ironed out, right, as they go. So, like, I think as members, we need to maybe be a little like put the pressure on because if I don't think if we don't, nothing will change for what you know for the better. We have to don't just it, complain. Give solutions yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't just complain. I'm sorry. I'm not somebody on Facebook anymore. I have my business thing. I hate Facebook now. But like Facebook is not the place to complain. That's like to me, 
you're, 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 you're just rally, you're rallying people yeah. who are looking for drama. And, probably, exactly. and I'm going to get hate for saying that, but I'll that's, what I, that's what but I see. That's what I see on really Facebook. You're rallying like a small percentage of the people right. anyway. And like, that's what I'm rallying to... like seeing the same people six over people. and over. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just 15,000 of us. Like, yeah. sure, <laughs> if you want to put it on the group and talk about it and raise awareness there, like be professional about it. Because again, we are professionals. The peer assessors are in there. I bet you there's CMTO members in this. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? There's when I was in the, on the apparently there's also like, non-members in there like clients are yeah. in that one yeah. group because yeah. the other rmtao sh- one was shut down so yeah. the yeah. other so like remember it's a public space mm-hmm. we definitely learned by now things stay on the internet forever <laughs> so like be mindful of that and but also like take action and do it in the proper way and the respectful way because yeah. i'm not gonna lie i've read so many open letters to the RMTO and the CMTO that I'm like, they aren't really directed to the right people either, especially after your conversation. I think it was with Jen, who was on the board of directors. They can't do anything about mm-hmm. it. They, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. direct it to the right people. Um, yeah, just that that's the only thing. It's, it's nothing like about the process. I think it's going to get ironed out as it goes. So at the moment, you think that you, you don't really have any advice for the CMTO. You just, yeah. you can acknowledge that, okay, there's... I'd say there's some bumps. I'd only say from the CMTO is to constantly check themselves. If like, you know, a year out, okay, let's review, let's do a postmortem on the first year of this. And where have we, where did we see complaints? Where were there cracks? Mm -hmm. Like they need to be accountable on that end Mm -hmm. to constantly be auditing their self and their processes or have, or have another committee, something nonpartisan, whatever it is that audits the process for them. If See, I assume they do all these things. They're an organization yeah. and organizations have to do the shit. Like you got to check off those boxes they might, that but we they do might this not. stuff being a regulatory body. I feel like they, I feel like they have to do they it because to, as I said, the complaints in come in and then I see the changes happen and then I see the new complaints and yeah. then I see changes yeah. happen. Yeah. It's just slow. I think that's probably the biggest thing. And to account so for human error. Slow, just because that's due process mm. is yeah. annoyingly slow. Yeah. I don't think any and maybe it's just because of social media now or whatever or because we're in a pandemic and everybody's just a little bit more on a little bit a lot more on edge these days i don't think anybody has any fucking patience or any any um tolerance for human error anymore like i feel like all of that has gone out the window everybody is ready to jump on everybody else you know somebody might post a research article about something that supports one side and i swear to you people start commenting and attacking way too quick for them have even to have read beyond the headline and like what are you doing where has the listening to understand stopped and it's always listening to respond listening to rebut all the time like that's like even on some of like conversations i have with some clients or whomever and they're talking about things that i'm like i that's too way out there that's too metaphysical whatever for my mind but i'm still open to it because Hmm. i'm sure i can find something on the back end of some sort of psychosomatic manifestation that like why it would make sense and things like that so it's just like keeping an open mind but like keeping an open mind doesn't mean that you have to agree with that person either you can just listening listening to them and it might help you at least understand where they're coming from like i've said multiple times on episodes and i always like get afraid to say it but i'm like can we stop attacking people who are you know really opposed to lockdowns maybe there's reasons for that and i mean at this point now where everybody fucking hates doug ford (laughs) like this man lost all his support um i'm not giving my opinion one way or another about him but 
there was a point it's where, you know, it was either, you know, it was listen to the experts and do yeah. this and stay home and blah, blah, blah. And now I see a whole bunch of other people swaying the other way. But I'm like, do you remember six months ago you were, when yeah. you were fighting with people on the internet who were saying these lockdowns are harmful and they're not working? Oh, and now you've changed your tune. Have you gone back and apologized to everybody mm-hmm. you screamed at? We got to remember that we're humans and we grow and we learn and we're constantly exactly. learning. We can't know everything at once. Listen to people. Yeah. Be respectful. Have a different opinion That's but fine. at least be open to discussion i actually had two i'm putting in air quotes friends <laughs> delete me from social media this past year it's probably a good thing yeah. but blocked and deleted me because their views on certain things were different than mine but the funny part of it is both of them said to me i know your type and you think this way and you're not open to listening to anybody else but then they deleted me yeah. Yeah. like i in, i was never disrespectful to either of them i never got personal with either like it was mm-hmm. just this is what i think and they would come back at me and both of them were actually very rude and derogatory to me and I was never that way back to them and then they both ended up deleting me and I thought well who's close-minded like you've decided that I have my mind made up and I'm not going to think another way but you're not even giving me a chance you're Mm -hmm. not having a discussion with me you yelled your opinion at me and then blocked me and deleted me they don't want to see your opinion (laughs) like they don't want to like it says more about them and where they're at well like I said it's probably a good thing that they deleted me because obviously obviously we were never going to have a good conversation (laughs) (laughs) yeah so one thing we talked about before sorry to like completely but I kind of brought up a little bit about how in six months or so it's supposed to that our standards are going to change. I want to know what you guys think, how that's going to impact this. For instance, because when I was looking up today um, about our treatment or our getting um, health histories. So we have to do them if a major change happens, if we haven't seen the person in over a year or yearly at minimum is on our old standards. Mm -hmm. I can't find anything, any sort of timeline in the draft standards about Mm. collecting Mm. because right now I'm going through health histories that I'm having to update because it's been a year since they did it. And I'm like, but at the same time, our treatment plan, it evolves. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I I don't, I've never had one time where it was like, this is a finite, you know, I'm discharging you now because the treatment plans Mm -hmm. met Mm -hmm. the treatment plans constantly evolving as things, as they're coming in and telling me things, I'm pregnant now, I have this going on. I had this surgery. I'm updating those notes and updating because we use a digital version and you kind of update their general in the background. So it's like, it, I don't know. I'm thinking, is that going to change now? (laughs) Cause I just feel like the yearly is a little repetitive and a little much. (laughs) But in the general sense, too, if you want to talk. I guess because, I don't know, I've never found it repetitive or too much because literally what I do, like... When the when a person comes in, like I'm, I just look at you know when our last mm-hmm. health history was done or whatever. Um, I I use the CMTO form. I yeah. will say that like I just use the CM because it's the basics. It's everything you need, and because I do such a thorough intake, I don't need anything more than mm-hmm. what's on the CMTO form. So when they come in, I am like I give them their original health history. If it's been over a year, I'm like take a look at that for me. If anything is new or changed or doesn't mm-hmm. apply anymore, make a correction they correct it and then i put in the updated thing and i put my little initials on it and that's it like i don't know i don't i think it's harder just with our systems right now yeah if you're doing if you're doing things it doesn't duplicate yeah and then also like we use notero it doesn't duplicate the form and so i i'm sending people and i'm telling them i legally have to update this it update like it 
redoes all of their like address and right, right, all right. that mm-hmm. stuff so they yeah. don't have to update that but they have to go through and update all the little check boxes right mm. they how many times have they missed i had somebody come in this week they didn't update anything so i was like okay you know they're roughly our age oh, yeah. they're you know nothing's going <laughs> nothing's going on that makes sense Be- and i hadn't seen them in a year so i'm like of course i need this updated yeah, yeah. and again that's why i like our system is that i can send it to you a week before when you make the appointment yeah. you do it at your leisure like just get it to me beforehand nothing filled out and then they showed up and in the year that i've seen them they had two surgeries and one of them was a com- had a complication that caused an abscess oh, wow. in the groin <laughs> Thanks for telling me. (laughs) Yeah. And their knee and all this stuff. And I'm like, but they didn't make any notes of that (laughs) on their health history. And a lot of it was like cardiovascular related (laughs) and injury related. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just finding that that's probably a downfall of our system right now. Is it possible just to do it like the old, even though it's not on paper, is it possible just to do it the old school way when they come in and and just show it to them and say, has anything changed yep. here yeah, and you just put it in yep. so we could 100%. we can just show oh, the tablet. they can do it and you could just pick a note in a treatment note being like looked at it today just you know what i mean it just had to be yeah. somewhere oh i feel like i'm constantly have you ever reached that. out to the cats in the tarot that's awesome. a, that was yes. my next oh, yeah, thing I'm, they are the best tickets like all the time <laughs> they know me by name yeah like, hey heather Amazing. i'm like hey nick how's it going it's like stop it's like that's a great thing thank you for sending oh yeah they had like a little like um newsletter like these are rolling out and one of them was like thanks heather and i was like oh how many people saw my name (laughs) nice so that's good but 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 also back to it like the in a bigger sense like how much do you think this change is going to impact i don't really think it's going to change much but i'm naive and never like when I'll say this right now, when uh, COVID, before COVID was COVID, when it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, this coronavirus from Wuhan, when people were starting to get fearful about it here in Canada, I remember saying to multiple people, I'm like, chill out, guys. Do you ever hear about Ebola anymore? It's fine. It'll go away. (laughs) Foot in mouth. Hey, I don't think anybody would have known. I had friends asking me because they're like, you're in healthcare or whatever. I'm like, oh, thanks for that. And they're just like, what do you think this? I'm like, no way it's going to get that big. Like, just relax. And then I was like... Never mind. <laughs> and then I was like, they're way overblowing this. And I was like trying to like just reel yeah. it in. I'm like, I oh, minimized no, it for so long. I was like, oh, come on. You know, Did the, you do that for the, yourself? The though? two Is weeks. That That's I'm like, I can still turn. work, guys. How bad can it be? And the like, two oh, weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. I really <laughs> thought it was going to be two better. weeks. Right? I don't know if it'll make a big change, but I don't know. There's seems to be with. Coming back in, I feel like sometimes I'm still on the outskirts, like looking in at the members. I, I can see I how this change also, affects people. I see how I this is also Heather Brain, though. Or... I don't, I don't know you that well, but I kind of feel like I, you do. I feel like you do. I feel like Heather, Heather Brain mm-hmm. is. I need to know everything and be yeah. on top of everything and. Mm-hmm. I feel like you put a lot of pressure on yourself to make sure mistakes are not made. Yeah. <laughs> so I think like in my day-to-day practice, I probably won't notice a damn thing. Do in you terms ever watch Schitt's Creek? Because you're, oh, you're reminding me of a scene in Schitt's Creek and we just saw it last love. night. It's my favorite when, show. When, I love when it. When David best. is going to get his license David. and Alexa is like, no one cares. 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 <laughs> no so one you, cares. you just strike me as more of the person that's like, I want to make sure that I've dotted all my I's and crossed all my T's, which is, yep. I mean, it's a great thing. I'm not it saying is. this. In, oh, in no, I take, that, I take it as a compliment. <laughs> she keeps me on my toes. I'm just like, well, um, yes, about that thing. <laughs> so I think that 
you know, you're looking at all of these changes mm-hmm. and changes in the standards. And you're like, hmm, okay, so what do I need to make sure that yeah. I know? But I think in day-to-day practice and mm-hmm. what we do, yeah. very little is going to change. I don't see I don't the day-to-day. I'm seeing yet. it more as from the peer assessment way that like if people aren't are feeling now like I don't know what they're asking me, what's going to happen when they change the standards? They're going to... It'll be the same because the people like that the are complaining was... now, they don't know the standards now. So <laughs> it's just, That's it's true. all going to be new to them it's regardless true. if they're the new standards or the old it standards. It was kind of like when we came back and they gave us all those new like cleaning standards when we yeah. came back out of lockdown and we're like we were already cleaning that <laughs> yeah. and there was like the two-step which was different i'll say that like the two-step but it was just like i remember being like are people not doing these things are people yeah. not washing their hands are people not wiping down tables yeah. and face rests and things like and i mean it's like a lot now they're like twice like you know what i mean like yeah. i have to anyways there's like a lot but it was like were you not already doing at least 75 percent of this before yeah were you not like i'm disgusted like i can't imagine like i don't even know and i think it's gonna be like that it'll be like maybe they make certain things more of a point Hmm. to like because i've noticed it's maybe falling behind because they use the information they get from qa to be like is this a Mm -hmm. standard like that's what the right so Mm -hmm. they go did you guys listen to our podcast where we reviewed the draft and i listened to half of it and then Mm -hmm. got bored (laughs) yeah yeah standards kids pulled you away (laughs) children or i got my lunch break was done and something but i mean (laughs) even when we were going through them it was yeah, there was little tweaks here and there, but mm-hmm. I felt like general, the general big picture of the whole thing, mm-hmm. it's still like if you're in a peer assessment, you're either doing things properly or you're yeah. not. I, I just see them being more umbrella versus like this these like really specific things. It, like it let, That one year? Yeah, yeah, like it leaves it up to what works for the therapist in a sense. Yeah. Like, you know, these are the minimums, but like do it the way you're going to do it. But I feel like people are going to lose their minds with that because they're going from something pretty because structured people and they always lose their minds and to something that's like, well, what do you want from me now? It's kind of back to the, you, you know, we asked for this and you gave it to us and now we're stop, mad again. Stop micromanaging <laughs> us. Tell me what to do. Exactly. It's, that's what I'm that's my prediction. Like my I'm putting it there. I'm putting that out there. Day to day. I won't feel those the effects, standards are kind of weird, though. Some of they the, are. They, they, they're weird because I feel like a big part of all those standards are like really misplaced. Like those are more code of ethics types of pieces. Yes, I'm right. like, why are you in the standards of practice? I think it's because they're finding a lot of code of ethics type problems at the CMTU. Yeah. Because yeah. they can regulate standards. Standards are super, super, super easy to yeah, regulate yeah, yeah. doing it or not. Ethics, though, mm. not so much. They're great. Right? They're great. And that's why ethics is hard for people. For Like, it's hard. It's not as common sense because that's common sense is not common. And that's, I think, where the CMTO has a hard time. And I think that's why we're seeing the changes we're seeing. It's because we saw a lot of this, like, people sitting on the panel be like, what made you think this was okay? And they'd be like, well, it doesn't doesn't say it in the standard it's not okay and it's like that doesn't mean anything like you can't do that or why are you like i can't say things i have so many stories that i can't share it's because like, it doesn't specifically say you can't play games on your phone <laughs> while giving a treatment but that's, we feel like we shouldn't have to tell you that, that. <laughs> exactly and i think that's probably why the standards are going to change it'll be a little more umbrella it also allows them to this is gonna people are gonna like maybe agree and feel like this will be the CMTO's downfall. It will allow them to catch all those people mm-hmm. that fall outside of those yeah. and be like, 
oh, but we feel that this isn't, this is unprofessional, unbecoming, even though we don't state it, it falls under this umbrella now and we can get you for it to yeah. clean it up. Yeah, because yeah. they're falling into this like pattern where they would see something, clearly it's not right, but there's no standard that says not. And then it's like, now how do we treat you? Even though it's like, we as a panel of seven feel this is bad. And it's like, who are you to say that? Well, yeah, yeah. I, I guess being too specific then opens it up it's to a be legal like, thing. well, you didn't specifically yep. say that. Well, now we don't specifically say anything. We don't need to specifically say. The reason why we have on coffee cups, <laughs> contents are hot, right? Yeah. Like, because you didn't have it on there, so that gave me the precedent, yeah. right? So um, that's kind of what. It, just, just for the record, we only did that episode because I was involved. I sat in. I should say I was really involved. I sat in to a group of massage therapists who volunteered to get together mm-hmm. to go over the standards and almost feel like rewriting the standards and this went on for like three hours i was super like annoyed i, I was waiting there. for him to come home we have kids i'm like what's going on he's like they're still talking yeah, I, I, it, was, it was interesting for me to sit in because i really didn't have much to contribute because yeah. i i felt like these standards are fine the only thing that i don't like about them they feel very code of ethicsy and they're it's misplaced but i don't i don't see what the problem is with most of these things but they went to town on it and that's that's when I was like, okay, maybe we should do a recording because like there are people that just went to these guys spent three fucking hours on my Zoom doing this, and I'm probably sure they would have went longer if I didn't say, guys, I, I think I got to go home. So then we just asked two of our friends to join yeah. us. Yeah, we're just yeah. like had a chat. Okay, exactly. you we've got two people that are involved in education. Mm-hmm. You're involved in education. You're involved in yep. education. You guys know this shit because you have to teach to mm-hmm. this yep. to some extent. Let's let's. What do you think about them? Do you think they're reasonable? Or do you think they're not reasonable? And our episode thing. was like thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think that I'm. I I like the new standards. I just, my prediction is people are going to lose their minds. And I'll say this. because I think it's, that's just more because there's change than, yeah. the than what the change is. The peer assessor we talked to, because I think yep. you had asked her that question, or she brought it up. I think you had asked her. I probably I did. think you did. Like, what do you think? And she said, the reason some of the things in the peer assessment feel the way they do is because the new standards are coming. And mm-hmm. she didn't say anything more. She didn't say they were going to change anything about the peer assessment, but she said... That the her whole checkbox lists are completely based on it. So if they change those standards, it now changes the peer assessment mm-hmm. too. Have we not just noticed the trend? The CMTO is just going more into this direction where we are healthcare professionals. Yes. They expect autonomy from us. So yes. we're not, you know, the, the Strive program is allowing us to do what we want to do mm-hmm. a little bit more. The peer assessment is being a little more open-ended. The standards are a little more open-ended. open-ended. So all of us just have to accept that now we have to put on our big boy pants and if you make a decision stand by it and if they tell you it's wrong be like all right what do i need to do to fix it it's like you graduated you're not in school anymore yeah everyone feels like it's school no one's in school anymore i gotta ask you a question though i gotta ask you a question what about the peer assessment process might be confidential because i can't find maybe i didn't look hard enough but I'm pretty sure nothing in the Massage Therapy Act states anything about it, it being confidential. It doesn't. And I don't believe anything in the RHPA says that either. It doesn't. And when I contacted the CMTO about this, because I was thinking about the podcast, and I was thinking about our guest most of all, and I'm like, I really, even though she was willing to come on and talk, I, I kept thinking, I don't I don't feel good about this. Let me find out if, if stuff is confidential, what she's going to say. In other words, she's going to get killed on this. We debated... For and, days and days yeah. and days, like 
do we put this out? Do we scrap it? Do we? And she wanted us to put it out. Yeah. But we were like, eh. I just, I, I, but so then, then I received the email back that says, because I asked, is there anywhere in the legislation or college policy or standards or position statements that talks about confidentiality in the, in the peer assessment? The answer is there isn't a, 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 a policy on that. However, it's Im- it's implied in the RHPA. I can't remember the words that they used, but they did mention the RHPA. I'm thinking it's not in the fucking RHPA mm-hmm. anywhere. It's not even in any. Um, it's it's training. nowhere. Uh, we because before we did the recording and like because we we did whole recording. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I changed that person's name because I still wasn't convinced that yeah. it wasn't. Even though I sat on QA, I'm telling you, I at no point was told like any part of this process is confidential. Yeah. The stuff that was confidential was the stuff that came like through like the actual gathering of information right, right. of said mm-hmm. members, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm talking openly about it because I was never told any of it was confidential in terms of like how we collect information. Right. I, again, I couldn't even remember like per- exactly based on personal cases. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yep. like you don't want to share that information because that's not public knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. Remember, like none of that's public knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like if you're being sent for this, it's not like um, when it goes to complaints and you're being like you know whatever sexual abuse complaint is put on the public register. None of this is public, right? Yep. So all of that confidential. Yeah. Um, from what I could tell, because we were talking to her, like she, because I had asked her to on it and she didn't feel any of it like her talking about it was confidential she didn't give us any questions she didn't tell because she's like honestly i just read them like i don't have them memorized she's like she hasn't done a ton or anything like she because covid and stuff like she hasn't done a ton of them she's like i couldn't even tell you a question without looking at it well let's just say the questions were confidential fine Mm -hmm. but i mean the questions are all based on the standards like there's no surprises it's supposed to be confidential i don't know um it's really you know i'm gonna find that email the reason i i questioned it at 12 and i think i brought this part in the in the podcast sorry was again i don't know if it's true but i had heard rumors that when you do your oski or mcq that there are like plain clothes investigators whatever outside in you know the restaurants or whatever pubs coffee shops outside of where the mcq and oskis are and the essentially kind of like watch you come out and then if they overhear you talking like if we were in it together because honestly one of my best friends and i we were in the same oski together Mm yeah um leaving talking about it that that information would go back to the cmto and we would be barred i never heard that at all i never heard that so that's that's why i don't know if it's true it's just i don't know if i remembered anything when i left that (laughs) building that would have been helpful but i'm like a blur i've heard people that have taken the exam been approached just right outside of the exam room inquiring are you you're not are you talking about the exam you're not supposed to talk about the exam Mm. that i've heard yeah when you're by somebody who like they're part of it yeah talk and whatever which yeah i literally walked out of that building and went beer Beer. Yeah, I went down I the street. Beer. <laughs> yeah, I, I lived walking distance <laughs> yeah. from the CMTO building when mm. I did my OSCE. So I left there and I actually didn't walk there. I drove that day because mm. I like my nerves were oh, ridiculous. Yeah. So I went to whatever green pee I parked in. I got in my car. I had a little bit of a mental breakdown. I think I called him and I was like, I just fucked that up so bad. He's like, there's no way you did that. Like, there's no way you did. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. And I'm like, I just fucked. And I was like, we need to drink like right now. 
Yeah. That's exactly what I did. I took it with a friend. We had a hotel the night before. And then uh, we, hers was though like the one after me. So mine would say it was at 8 a.m. and hers was at 9. But they take you in half an hour early so Mm. we couldn't like talk anyways. Not that I remember anything. So I had like a solid hour without her and we had already like packed up all her stuff. And I have pictures of me just sitting at like, I don't even know, it's like a Kelsey's down the street or something. Just drinking the biggest margaritas you can find. I don't remember anything about that, Oski. I remember being like... What am I, what, what station is this? What am I supposed to be yeah. doing? Like, I remember so much detail about my honesty. Really? And it's funny because I don't have a really good memory for detail, detail. Mm. I remember that day, like, actually very vividly. Oh, like, wow. I remember, I remember some of the clients, like the standardized clients in the room. So I, remember I remember what the they there asked me. There was a very me. sweet old lady really? for my intake. I, I, had, I had a sweet old lady for my intake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember walking, yeah. like, I just remember walking in and I remember standing in the hall and like, kind of like looking at my friend being like, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then reading a, cu- I know I read a couple and kind of giggled to myself of like, oh yeah, I got this. Like, what was I ner- Like, what was I nervous about? I got this, right? But I just remember drinking after. <laughs> My first two stations that I did were like the talking yeah, stations. Oh, yeah. I was like... I got it. The day is good. <laughs> I can do talking. That, yeah. that was so easy yeah. that it just made me talk feel really good. So I was here. like, okay, you're good now at talking, I'm good. Amanda. <laughs> I'm really good at talking. <laughs> I don't remember any of that yeah. stuff. I well, remember. I, mean, what, I remember was, what I was wearing. It was what seventy-five I, years I, ago we, for you. I do remember what I was wearing. Did you like? Yeah, for the Oscar, you had to be yeah. like white and black or white and khaki or whatever. Uh, it was. Oh, we were just collared shirt. Collared. I don't think we had colors, but we had to have collared shirt. It had to be tucked in. I'm. Pretty yes, certain. yes, yes, and belted if you need it. What do they think I'm wearing? I know, I'm like, I'm like no. jeans. I wear this to work. Like <laughs> this is what I wear. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for Heather's. Your Heather's outfit looks like exactly what I was wearing yesterday. <laughs> treat like that's I how live I dress. In leggings. Yeah. yeah I have I jeans on today, but that's a rare sighting. Oh yeah. If I wear jeans <laughs> to the clinic, people are like, "Where are you going? You're dressed up." I know. Whenever I put on makeup or actually like do my hair, my kids are like, "Mommy, you're so pretty." I'm like, "It's Tuesday." Tuesday. See, I remember more of my MCQ. Like, I remember sitting in that room. I remember the lead up more than I know the Oscar. I remember crying, waiting because they used to tell you right after. Yeah. Oh, really? So you used to walk out and sit there. And I remember just randomly booked on the same day as somebody else in my program. It was the only two of us sitting in the room, and we had like computers, but you couldn't see each other's screen. I remember looking up at her, and she looked at me, and I'm like, "What the." Like, oh my God. Like, what? Yeah. And then we finished, and I finished like in like two hours. I'm like, I failed this hard. Like, oh no. And I'm sitting there, like on the brink of tears, and the receptionist or the woman like working the whole thing comes out and she goes, All right, who's Nicole? And she has this like somber look on her face. And I'm like, crying she's like you're good and i was like what is happening you know, you know she does that all the time all she's like i'm fucking with That's people her all day yeah long. and i remember all like can't just entertain herself yeah somehow. and my <laughs> dad was waiting for me like can and like tell him i failed but i was so elated i couldn't even i couldn't even pretend i was just like oh yeah. my god but it was horrible i right i don't remember much of that like i were i can sort of visualize myself at the computer but i the only thing I remember is one specific question that came up about something that I felt was so random mm. that I'm like, like, why? Why would they ask me? Like, it was so... It's probably one of those burner questions. It was that, something that I... soluble yeah. vitamins? Yes. It was something <laughs> yeah. so Because we can random. talk about nutrition. Yeah. And I was like, 
okay. Like, I, th- I, I don't know if I got that question right or wrong. It's irrelevant. But I remember A-D-E-N-K. just thinking, like, of everything I studied, this is what you want to ask me. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. It always threw me because I felt like the whole test was trying to figure out, like, what percentage of them were they just throwing in there to see how people do? Because that's how they make the test for the next year, right? right? Mm. So they were just like, how much yeah, do yeah. these people know? Like, how much are they grading on? I'm like, I got this really hard question. I'm pretty sure I got that right. And I'm like, oh, no, they're going to make the next question so much harder. Or was that not even worth anything? And now I'm just failing all the easy things. Like, I'm like, stop thinking about you the You overthought it way yeah. more Wait, than I did. I did. I'm sitting there and I'm like, what is this? And I'm just like, why do they keep asking me this? Do I keep getting it wrong? Or is it that I keep getting it right? Like, I don't know. Because they do that. If yeah, you keep getting it wrong, they keep asking. And if you get it right, they go until they see how much you know. You know what I mean? Like, they create oh, both types know of knowledge. Oh, yeah. I, I think I was no just idea. so like, okay, one question at a time here. I'm just <laughs> glad I never have to do that again. Yeah. It's just never, never. happening. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was always really too. good at multiple choice remember. tests. So like I wasn't so nervous about I feel like you're either really good at multiple choice or you're not. Or you're yeah. not. I, I was always really good at multiple choice. I thought I was good until first year of psychology at McMaster with Dr. Day. I will never forget. That was over 12 years ago now. You look traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> he did his PhD in multiple co- choice questioning. Well, that's just <laughs> not that. <laughs> <laughs> like, And this was... 2006 and all of your lectures because psych 101 basically is like massive like there's like 3,000 students in it so it's literally you're in your like tutorial 101 yeah Yeah. you're like tutorial and he's up on the screen doing a lecture it's like pre-recorded lecture and like literally his it's like the question then it's a b c d is a or c yep some of the above, none of the right. above, and you're just like, oh my god, shoot me! <laughs> like I'm just, I don't know anymore. He's just messing with you too. He's like, this is amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, the king yeah. of multiple choice. <laughs> oh my god, Doctor Day, I will never forget I him. I don't remember yeah. fucking school moments and stuff like that. Fuck, That's it fair. sucks having a bad memory. I still have nightmares about calculus. I don't know why I took calculus in university, but I still why have nightmares. On earth would you do that? I think I was trying to get into Cairo College. Uh, okay, you had a reason. Yeah. I took calculus. It was in Cairo College? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Now I am. Especially when I saw the tuition. (laughs) I think my parents were happy after that. But I missed it by, I think it was like 0.4 of a GPA. And my rooming university, we lived together for four years. She got in and I didn't. And then I I recently found out that a lot of people, they, it's a multiple, like apply multiple times. Mm -hmm. Like they don't get in a lot on their first time. Mm. Um, But I was just kind of like, the world is ending. I'm never done ever doing this again. Heather Brain. Yep. 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 100%. 100%. My mom thought I would be, go on to become a Cairo. So I feel like maybe like the fact that I didn't is like a thing with her. Yeah. I don't know. She's just like, yeah. I thought you keep going. I'm like, why? I think my parents saw the $100,000 in tuition over four years and went, please, no, please. please no. Oh, my parents, my mom's like, I don't even care. Just go. I want free chiropractic, please. <laughs> like, I'm even now, certain like, that my parents thought I would be a lawyer. I like to talk. <laughs> um, but probably didn't actually think about the fact that who was going to pay for law school. Yeah. You know, like I think they were slightly disappointed when after my BA, I was like, cool, I'm going to come home. I'm going to go back to working in a gym. They're like, what? Like they didn't even, well, they didn't even <laughs> know what you kinesi- do the four year thing. They for didn't it. even know what kinesiology <laughs> was. You know how many times they would, like my dad would be like, can, can, what is it that you're studying? <laughs> and then they would ask me like, so what do you plan to do with this? I'm like, I don't know. Well, what are you learning about? I'm like, you know, like movement in the body. They're like, and what are you going to do with it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just cool. Yeah. I just like it. It's really fun. I like yeah. doing what I'm doing. I don't think I ever thought about what I was going to do, but it didn't bother me that I didn't know what I was going to do. It bothered me. 
Like I, I always wanted to envision like a life plan, but it wasn't there. I just knew that when I had to apply for university, I was like, if I'm going to do this, yeah. I just want to enjoy what I'm studying because mm-hmm. I feel like at some point I'll find a groove somewhere, you know, but I have to like what I'm doing. So I'm not just going to take like something because it seems practical or it, c- it can lead to something, right? So if I enjoyed psych, sure. So I, my degree is, I have an honors, uh, specialized honors degree in kinesiology with a minor in psychology. I'm one class away from a minor in anthropology. And I'm like, part of me wants to take it. (laughs) Do it. Because it's mostly human skeletal anatomy. Nice. Well, yeah. So like when I took this program, the number of times I'd have people saying to me, what's your plan? What's your plan? And of course, I had everybody, you going to be a gym teacher? I'm like, maybe. But like, I don't know. I just, I know that I like this shit. It's interesting. It makes sense to me. And I... I finally came up with a comeback in about probably third year where I was like, why wouldn't you want to understand your body? Nice. Like, it doesn't make sense to me why mm-hmm. you don't want to know what I know. Yeah. So yep. that's <laughs> all I'm going to say. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. My brother led the way. So nobody oh, understood yeah. what he was doing. So it didn't matter. With I me. feel like we've learned what your brother does yeah. before. Uh, he, and has I don't a, know. he has a mechanical engineering undergrad yeah. and material science uh, master's. And he, he's actually a doctor now. Yeah. Um, PhD in nanotechnology. Yeah. I do remember this. Yeah. <laughs> Smarty pants. I don't yeah. know what most of those words mean. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's good he works with 3D printers right now. It's pretty cool. Amazing. I'll tell you off mic what he's doing. So I feel like we we covered all the stuff. Is there anything else that you ladies want to talk about? We just love having you come to the office. Like I was so pumped. I, I got food this <laughs> I afternoon. I came with wine. So excited. Came with tea. Yeah, they brought me tea as well. No, I think we're good. good. Do you feel like... Because this was mostly yeah. you. You had a lot on your chest. Pent up about it just because. I don't know. I think we covered it all. Um, if there's yeah. anything else, maybe. We might do a follow-up too. Maybe do a follow-up. But like, no, I think that's it. Like everything, I guess like just say like everything I learned and we learned from talking to like our insider peer assessor was like from what she has been taught in her like two days of training from all this like information she's given like her role and the role of it isn't punitive like she's still she said she was told that like a hundred times right like it's not punitive so if you're being told you need to do stuff it's not because cm2 is trying to penalize you for any particular reason like they don't know you personally mm-hmm. like that committee has no idea who you there's are there's no vendetta no right well, maybe i don't know but like they don't <laughs> so like they're not like that's not the angle they're coming from right they're trying to set precedents they're trying to like make sure that we're all on the same page and there's like mm. hiccups and the panel is still human too but remember there's not just like one person on the panel there's seven or six and it's made up of council members non-council members your peers and a public member there's a public member on every single panel and they do weigh in they don't just sit there bipartisan and just say nothing i can say that from personal experience they have lots of questions they'd be like well, why can't they do this like why do they need to do this and we'd explain it to them do you mm. know what i mean so like there is that check there's that fact check there. That's the key word. I think that's the takeaway yep. from both episodes, the okay. one where we spoke to, you know, people who felt that it was punitive. And now this episode where we're looking at it from the side of this is what the process really is. I think the takeaway is members, RMTs, audit yourself, CMTO also audit, audit yourself. yourself. And if everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing, we can all coexist peacefully. Right. And be re- like respectful and professional that in like you're said, you said before, if you want to question the scurb or the whatever the guidance given by 
the CMTO, like you can rebut in a professional, respectful manner, and they'll it might probably not change anything, listen. But like they'll listen, they'll, and listen. they'll give you reasoning, but they may but still for not sh- change anything. They'll for sure not change anything if you just fly off the handle at them either, right? Yeah, they'll be exactly. like, nah clearly are what we've decided <laughs> yeah, like your unprofessional clinic seems very like uh, yeah. supported now yeah but why did your peer assessor colleague want to become a peer assessor do you know yes yeah, so i think we asked her that i'd have to go back and exactly get her wording but i do remember she just wanted to get the the no like see how the cmto works she wanted she's also very much like heather likes to be like on the up and up know what's going on mm. she has been trying to get this peer assessment gig for years like basically from a year after i got onto cmto like years and years and years ago it's been like five seven years like she has wanted to do this for so long so, um, and she wanted to do the peer assessment simply because she all thought it'd be kind of cool to see how other people's clinics are doing things. I, I get it. I've told Mark before, I'm like, I would, I would actually like that job, I think. Yeah, Honestly, me too. I don't think this is her thought process. It might be, might not be, but also it kind of seems like a great, like, supplemental income a little bit too right yeah it's like you cool do so get, within yeah yep. they get paid and like it's nice and now she's like it's great because i'm from home and i don't have to travel exactly so like Sounds she like- it's nice and she can work it into her already self-employed schedule mm-hmm. right like because they email i think actually this is something a lot of people are saying that they would get the email from the cmto and then not hear anything from a peer assessor for felt like months you are sent your information from the cmto before you are assigned to a peer assessor yeah no yeah. that that i think Think? You just get noticed that you're, yeah, you're, when you're, you're, you're going to have peer assessment. You, yeah, you're going to you be peer assessed, coming. but they're like, how come it was three months? It was three months because it took that, like, this peer assessors are given a list of, let's just say, 10, I think it's something like that, people they have to contact. And they're given it after, so the CMTO picks this many people, and they send out, you've been picked to be peer assessed, and then they divvy those up to the peer assessors. Mm-hmm. After the fact. So that's yep, why there's yep. like a delay. Also, then it's up to the peer assessors to then go down their list. And it might just be that you were the last name on their list and it took them a month to get to you to yep. set it up because they've been spending the last two months trying to rally up these people to find a day yeah. and time Pretty that works much. for it's, their it's schedule. Like you're given a list of people and you're given a deadline yes. and go do all these before this deadline, yes. however fast, however slow, oh, whatever order, whatever you want exactly. to do. Go to I it. never really thought much of it. Like yeah. Mark and I were given our like, our, we I think we got our email from the CMTO within days of each other, Probably. but his peer assessment was like a month and a half before mine, yep. just because yeah. he was contacted. I didn't really think much of it, even though our emails came a week apart. Gives the peer assessor time too to look through for any conflicts of interest. Yes, they have so to, they have to that do that. Well. So they're sent the list. Yes, and she said that they have, they're given the names and they have to get back if there's a conflict of interest. So what you don't know is your name might have been given to three different peer assessors because they all know you. Right. You know what I mean? Taking like, a class from you or something. Like, or something. like they, you don't know, right? Or like, Yeah, so there's that. Because CMTO <laughs> also is really intense about their conflicts of interest. Like, they do a conflict of interest check um, in their minutes every meeting. Mm. It's like a whole thing. So, like, they're really, like, they, they like to keep that very strict, too, and on point. So... That was something we asked her to. Um, she said that. But yeah, she she wanted to get the inside scoop and see how the CMTO worked. And she had watched me sit on the appeals committee and ICRC and QA. And she was just like, I think it's really cool that you get all this like knowledge from people. This information would be so good coming from them. 
like a video, some sort of fucking video, just saying like this is how this committee operates, and this is the process for this. You know what? When I was there, I remember being like, "You need to do this. I will do it for you." Like, there's the advice. This is how the registration committee works. Yeah, this is what they do. And if you have any questions, contact this person here. Like, and this is the face of the like right now of yeah, like the practice specialist. specialist, So so and so, right? Like, because I remember being like, I tell, I got into. I remember it was it was ICRC first, and I was like everyone needs to know about this like this is the craziest thing right and it's like i didn't even know that's how it worked yeah you know what i mean it's like we're not taught in school because the teachers don't know they've never how would they know they've never sat in and and the thing is like you can't sit in on those committees if you've taught within a certain length of time because you don't want you to have any conflict of interest with students i mean you can you can you can understand the process by reading the rhpas you know what i mean you'll know the process but i mean beyond that you don't know the ins and outs right Mm -hmm. so yeah i think they I think the CMTO can do a better job being transparent like that. Yeah, because I think yeah. a lot. Would I think be that would exactly if they just had some people sit down and do some day and age brand videos. Yeah, and post it on the website. They put it right on have. their. Their they should have a YouTube channel the yep. same way the College of Kinesiologists has. They do. I've they never the CMTO has a YouTube. channel. I probably follow it too. Right? Do they put this kind of shit it. on it? <laughs> um, know. some stuff. A lot some of Strive stuff. stuff right now. Okay. I mean, I haven't watched it recently. <laughs> I think it would be like really helpful. And you yeah. know what? It also doubles is the public can go and watch it too. Like Absolutely. How, how does a discipline hearing work? Like what, when I do make a complaint, what, what, what is happens? the process? Yeah. Like yeah. how great would that be for all of us to like have that? Yeah. I Absolutely. think it would be really good. Like and then they because... get played in school and there's not teachers saying like your cue, your, your assessment's going to be horrible and they hate you and they're trying to bring you down. It's like, or you could just play the CMT video. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean the number of times that people ask Mark about these type of things, because Mark has taken, it upon himself to, um, you know, go and sit in on hearings and yeah, things cool. like that, and just actually try to understand the process. So he's constantly fielding questions about that. Well, it it could be a lot simpler. It could be very simple. Yeah. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's good advice for CMTO. There, there. You have better okay. advice than me. <laughs> we also need to know <laughs> what else, right? Yeah, they should. They should just have. Anyway, <laughs> they have all the platforms. They're just not like utilizing yeah. them. Probably, and we've it. asked people from there to come on, and it's been like we can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that's why I'm doing. I I'm not on it, so I can yeah. now. Probably, had I been on a committee, It'd I'd be probably be like, I'm also not. Yeah, we, can't we probably wouldn't that. have a podcast ourselves. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, yeah, no, it'd probably just be too too close to home with like all yeah. the things. Like, they might talk to you guys. Maybe what? Huh? What I miss? CMTO. They might talk to them. We're not as controversial. Thank you for saying that for me. <laughs> <laughs> I still got people I don't there who they, remember me and maybe still like me. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't think they're just permitted to talk to anybody yeah. like that. They got PR probably, people probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, this is something you can do. This is something you can't do. Yeah, for sure. Right. Unlike the RMTA or the whole, but the whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, I feel like they don't like us. I don't know why. Really? I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty likable. Maybe it's you. Uh, maybe I'm just kidding. I find like Michael was on. Not my, um, Andrew was on. Andrew was great when Andrew he was, was on. awesome. We had yeah. a, we had a good interview when, with when him. Michael started. We had invited Michael on. Mm-hmm. Ghosted us. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I understand. We're why. also in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> I was going to say maybe <laughs> no, this was this was like way before. Maybe oh. he was just busy. That's we had a whole like. We had a small back and forth on LinkedIn. And when I brought up the podcast, the, the conversation went dead. Mm, right? He was so, like, oh, I don't so want to do that. Think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, but then we also talked about this on, on our, the last episode, as you guys know, with our charity conference. Mm-hmm. 
And we put on a whole fucking charity conference. Yeah. You can't tell me no one at the fucking RMTAO knew what we were doing. You know that yeah. the association right? in New Brunswick asked us to send them stuff that they could send to their members. They, they gave their members emailed it, and they they uh, they gave their members CEUs. CEUs for it. Oh, that's so awesome! The RMTAO yeah. didn't. Not even, a, not even a not even a no. Well, in, in fairness, we didn't we ask didn't reach them, out to. to them. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, not even a retweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, you're posting articles from from massage and fitness magazine in the states like yeah. crazy, yeah. and you're not even going to retweet one of your from own members home? doing a fucking charity, charity. conference. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Brutal. Yeah, I'll just say before <laughs> we wrap up tonight. Yeah. This is. I mean. I uh, messaged Heather because Heather sat in on every single speaker that weekend. Like your brain must have been exploding. It was. Yeah, <laughs> I was <laughs> laughing about. She yeah. my ears. But yeah. Heather participated, and um, for anyone who doesn't know, what we did is it was a minimum twenty dollars donation, and then mm-hmm. if you donated above the twenty dollars, your name went into a draw to win a number of prizes. And I said to Mark at some point that weekend, I was like, I just really want Heather to win something. <laughs> like she's she sat in on every single thing she participated she asked questions you know she donated above and beyond the twenty dollars oh, wow. i was like i really want her to win something i'm like i guess we can't ring it can we <laughs> it's <laughs> that, totally okay it probably would have been really bad if you did win because i think a lot of people do know that like we know <laughs> <Yeah>. each other <laughs> of course i was sitting there like fingers crossed like, come on come well, on and I, I did know that you guys use notero, notero right yeah. and i was like oh if they could win the notero oh. membership and then of no. course yeah yeah no but Sorry. it was such a great it was weekend. random it oh, was no, truly yeah, random for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. um yeah it was a great weekend sure. though yeah yeah my brain was exploding after but it, it was great i learned so much like i mean i sat through every pres- presenter because i had to i was putting mm-hmm. on the damn thing but <laughs> <laughs> like you were i i you were active in every I single presentation i was, I was impressed trying. there was a few of you that like participated yeah, in every were. talk and i was like well that's that's really cool yeah. you guys must all be exhausted but it was it was fun <laughs> to have the participation we didn't know like um our first presenter that weekend said i want this to be interactive and we said to him like we can't guarantee that. Mm-hmm. Like maybe yeah. nobody will talk to you. Maybe yeah, nobody. He's like, will ask I'm not questions. doing a slide presentation or anything. He's like, I got a video to play, but I just want to talk. I liked that. I did. Just as feedback, I really liked that. Um, because it, yeah, there was a few times with a, not that they were boring or anything, but you, you know, after doing it for a weekend, your brain kind of goes oh, off. Yeah, and yeah. I had you on my laptop, and then I have another computer, and you know, I'm doing other work at the same time because we always have admin work to do. Yeah. So there was a few times that like. I didn't find I was like zoning yeah, off yeah, yeah. as much, but that's just normal human. <laughs> but it was great. Yep. Yep. I had to go and also support my girl, Michelle. <laughs> yes. Of Love course. Michelle. She was my teacher. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad we did this episode because mm-hmm. I, like I said the at the beginning, the yeah, mm-hmm. I said at the beginning that I think the one we did when we had Karen on, I'm, you know, I'm happy that she mm-hmm. got to come mm-hmm. on and voice her concerns. And she absolutely. had a lot of support. A lot yeah, of people absolutely. felt that way. And I think hearing both sides, one, the members can understand that there are two sides to the story yeah. and the CMTO can hear the positives and negatives and, you know, how people are feeling on the other side. So in her episode might shine some light on where there are cracks because yes. there are cracks. You oh, can't yeah. deny there is. Like and when, it will shine like, the light on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like for her to say that 
she's emailing them and it's landing in a junk folder yeah, and she's, she's receiving yeah. the fucking you know worst yes. end of that yeah that's it's her not, fault yeah, like that's not, that's not cool no. exactly. yeah so I, i'm glad we got to show shine both sides yeah. because i think we probably stressed some people out as i said when heather was like your episode caused me anxiety oh i'm like oh my god okay <laughs> and it, the first thing i said to heather right we go back in our messages i was like listen Although there's probably cracks in the process, I said this person who came on also admitted mm -hmm. that she had some cleaning up to do, yeah. you know, like there she had made some errors. So although she wasn't happy with the result, mm -hmm. she knew that there was there were places that she had to clean up her practice as well. So this was good. Yeah, mm -hmm. thanks, thanks for, for having us again. Yeah. Yeah, this, this was, was fun. Yeah. Right on. I'm going to use this outro, whatever you guys do right now. <gasps> Dun, dun, oh dun. My God. The outro is all yours. <laughs> we usually just do it's tea time. Yeah, it's RMT time. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let Amanda, what were you drinking? You had two drinks. We so let's well, share both of well, them. Well, Heather and Nicole brought me a green tea because last night or this morning, I don't even remember now, they asked <laughs> me what my favorite tea was. And to be honest, I'm actually not a regular tea drinker, but I said, you can't really go wrong. I like the rooibos. I like the white fruity teas. Mm -hmm. I like green tea. I like Earl Grey. Mm -hmm. The only one I didn't say was chai tea, which actually then made me sad because they both showed up with chai tea. And I'm like, I actually fucking love chai tea. But <laughs> they brought bad. me a green tea, which was wonderful because I had a little bit of an upset tummy today mm. so it helped. You just knew. <laughs> you just knew. You well, just Heather, knew. She picked them to be fair. And then once mm -hmm. the tea was done I moved on to this wonderful pineapple wine that Nicole brought. Yeah. And um, you know now I've I've moved on again. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well Amanda already said I was drinking a, a chai tea. Yeah we had chai tea lattes from Starbucks now, with oat milk. Yeah with oat milk yep. I love oat milk. Mm -hmm. That's what I have my coffee at home. Well, I was kind of bummed, to be honest. I wanted to bring you Deadly Grounds. Oh, right. Yeah. But they closed at five, at four. four so, so yeah. 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 Next I'll time. Have to, I'll have to send you some. <laughs> next time. Next yeah. time. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. It's been a good oh, wait, time. With wait. Mark had, what did you drink? Oh, yeah. What did what I drink? Uh, well, you can talk see. about any of it. I had a <laughs> I had a Diet Pepsi, and I also had a Mother of Berries. Nice. Yeah. Is the strain that I'm vaping go. right See, now? We're, we're all his things. own type of tea. Just, it is exactly. Not, it's exactly. Right? Yeah, you could have made some tea. Yeah, totally. you definitely can yeah. make a tea out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Berries. All right. Thanks for listening. listening. Yeah.